Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Untold Encounters. I hope everyone's having a good Saturday. Uh, my name's Nando, and today I'm going to be joined by both of the co-hosts as well of Untold Encounters. We're just waiting for Jen to get herself sorted, but what I will do is bring on Sarah. Um, she is with us. Hey, upstairs. How you doing? My husband. um so we're just waiting for jen to come on so while we wait for jen um just a bit of a heads up about the show today so as you most probably saw from the poster we're going to be talking about the darker side of the paranormal um you know we've got a few examples of things that we've witnessed um we've got a few stories to tell um but as always you know stick your you know if you've had any experiences any comments that you would like to make about subjects that we're talking about if you agree with them or not you know just like the shows have been really interactive, um, you know, get involved with it and we'll talk about it all. Um, but we're just waiting for Jen to really start off. Um, but if there's anyone in the room, you know, say hello, let us know who's watching and we will kick it off once she is ready. Once she is ready. <laughs> she, she's running around frantically. I see her in the background and she's like, she's moving like Flash. <laughs> Bless yeah. her. Um, hey Facebook user. Um, sorry, I can't see now. I don't know who's logged in. So oh. um just put your name in the comments as well so we know who you are. But thank you for joining. Uh, this show is all about you guys as well. So if you've got anything to share with us, we could even get you on camera, you know, just share we your can send experience. the link out to you. We yeah. can send a link. Um, hey Scott, Scott Wilson, um, thank you for joining. And I think the Facebook user is uh, Marty. Thank you for um, coming in. Oh, I think she's ready. So here she is. I, I threw myself there in there. <laughs> Hi, Jen. The, the family is complete now. Now you're here. <laughs> Top of the evening. How's to everyone me. doing today? Top of the evening. Good. 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 Busy. Good evening for Ireland today, I see. Listen, yes, up oh, Grand Slam is all I'm going to say. What what a game! I did watch it. Um, it was just you know, I am gushing and I, I won't boast about it too much. But it was. <laughs> it did was you have a Guinness or two yesterday? No, I was sick. I am still sick now. I didn't have any Guinness or anything like that. Um. But I, um, uh, I am going to have a wine. I'm probably, yeah, I'm going to have a wine later. That's hey, Matt, That's just going to tell us shout outs. Yeah. Uh, we've got Scott Wilson saying, Jen, I love you. I That's love it. you. Um, <laughs> brilliant. So on subject tonight, guys, um, 
we yes. we were having a chat about what the next episode could be about, what we're going to bring to the table. And mm-hmm. one thing that, you know, we all agreed on was talking about the darker side of the paranormal. Um, to get our you know, light lightsabers out. out. Sorry? <laughs> do we need to get our lightsabers out? You know, so, you know, there, there's so many different areas that we can look at. And the first thing that I wanted to sort of talk about and get people's opinions on um, is the demonic side of things. Now, you know, a lot of people, when they do investigations or they witness something, that they are quick to say the word demonic entities. You know, firstly, you know, a bit of an open question to the both of you. Uh, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on demonic entities? Do, do you believe that they're real? Is this something that's been hyped up by the movies? What do you guys think? So you no, you go first, honest. To me, okay, to me, I uh, demonic, I, <clears throat> well, if they say there's a heaven, there's a hell. You know, there's angels, there's demons. But when it comes to investigations, I, I mean, okay, I mean, we've one or two people are saying demonic, demonic, demonic. Um, yeah, Marty, you're there, Marty, you're there. Uh, I think uh, demonic is used way too many times. I think is the um, bad, horrible people in life, and they are the same after in in death. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but I don't think they're demonic. I just think that uh, if there were shitty arsehole people, in arsehole people in life, they're going to be the same in after in, in death. So demonic, no. Is there something as demonic? Once in a blue moon. But yes, I do believe in it. But it's not on every single investigation as some people would have. That's what I think. I yeah. What about you, sir? It's a rarity, but we can't deny that it is there. I mean, we always warn our guests about demonic. So if the Ouija board goes from left to right really fast, just close it down. It's a thousand rod spin. You just close it down, say goodbye. And we always, there's always, you always get the spirit to name its name. And if it can't give its name and not happy to give its name, then it's something to worry about. And then you just walk away. Or you don't even acknowledge it. You don't want to even give it the, you know. But I do believe if you were walking around in the same mnemonic kind of, experience day after day and you were just a bewildered spirit you'd be pretty peeved off too i think so yeah i do believe yeah. that if there are as jenny says our songs in the, the living then they're more likely to be our songs in the in the um, dead as well yeah and just when sarah and you said you know if they're not going to give you their names the location that we do many many years there's one guy who won't give us his name will never give us his name um but a name came to my head and i said it's okay if i call you by dive and uh and i call him by dive say dave are you here tonight and all i get is there f off but i get the full sentence <laughs> so maybe it's not dave <laughs> you could google a list of de- demons and spirits and their names and stuff like that so if dive's on there you know you know what you just scrub them off your list don't you? <laughs> So um, just to refer back to some of the viewers here. So Marty's put, for there to be light, there has to be dark for everything. There must be opposites. But people are calling it, it out too, too much for views. Yeah. I agree. I think mm-hmm. this is one of the things with the industry is um, because of the way the TV shows represent the paranormal, they're too quick to say this is something demonic. And people's expectations, especially if they're not, you know, they haven't been in the paranormal field for too long. They they get a wrong view. They get a wrong expectation of 
what's actually going on. Yeah. You know, um, we've got Wild Bill um, in the audience. Thank you for joining. Hi, so he's Hi, he's put um, as sack, and he will say there mm. is demons everywhere. <laughs> well, um, yeah. and then he's gone on to say, um, evil energy spirits are not demons; they are just evil people. Demons were oh. never human. So, yes. so you know, this is two different subjects. So we're getting into we're talking about demonic demons as well. You know. Um, so well, Bill has a degree in demonology, yeah. so he might be able to shed some light in this. Then, so when we're talking about demons, we're talking about you know things that have never actually existed in the human world. You know, you know, where do they? How do they enter our world? Then, you know, pe people say different things. You mm. know, is that I understand well, Bill, and you may correct me on this, but for me, and this is. On my personal opinion, um, oh, he's a priest as well. Um, I'm going to burn in a second. I'm joking, wise <laughs> girl. I'm joking. Let, let, Jen, Jen <laughs> likes to talk about the some. Sometimes she likes to talk about the religion, but we're we're trying to keep this PG. But you know, <laughs> another demons. Another night. When when you're talking about demons, I always again refer back to the filming industry, the way they paint it. You know, how do we know demons actually do exist? You know, for me personally, we've never come across anything like that. You know, so where where do we get or where do people get the history of demons and that they um, exist? Oh, God. Ex exorcism. Okay, so while, while Bill's just said they have never entered, they were always here. What's your thoughts on that, guys? But always here from the age of time, from dinosaurs to cavemen and whatnot, were they always here? Or were they just always here when humans came to make them up? And like Marty said, if they, you know, with light, there's darkness. So is it a man-made thing? Is it just a typical human being an absolute bloody gobshite and he's going to be another one when he passes away or she passed away? Because there's many bad, bad people out there that would come and... Um, oh, gosh, wow. That would... Um, uh, you know, oh gosh, I'm not even going to mention that. the Manson murders and all of that. I'm, I'm sure they're going to be a little plonkers in the afterlife. I'm sure they will be. So has it always been here? From when did it start? What do you think, Sarah? Well, when I was having a conversation with Jeremy Leonard, who is a demonologist as well, um, we talked about possession and like the guy in Amateurville that killed his family and claimed that he was possessed by demons. He yeah. said that Lucifer sent down a certain amount of demons with 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 names and they are out to cause mischief. And then also I get another view of these things are out there that have walked this earth before time that don't that that are always there watching us in the shower you know? <laughs> and they're just watching us and gaining information so it, like i say if you're on the ouija board and they well my mum's comes through you always throw in like a a red herring should i say that only you would know because you don't mm. know who's working with you you don't know who you're talking to and always take things unless you're positive that that information that you're gaining from the paranormal is them then you can't really be sure who it is it's the same with like elementals and things like that they are the american indians believe in these spirits they can be mischievous they could just be mm. having fun with you and it, it's it, it's hard to know what is real and what isn't out there yeah 
I yeah, you just yeah. I think it's with, with with experience and some experience it and some don't. Yeah. I kind of don't want to experience it. I don't want to experience it. As I say, everybody has their own demons. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> <laughs> but then when we're talking about things about demons and that not being real, you know, um, someone said that they love your hair, Jen, by the way. Oh, thank Just you. Who said that? Who said that? Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm purple this week. I'm charity that. So it sounds like Wild Bill's got a lot of, you yeah, know. We need to get, we need to get Wild Bill on here, don't we? Well, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Wild Bill might be a person to speak to. But, you know, you looking into in? demonic demons, you know, could they play a part in someone being possessed? Because that's another thing that ties into the darker side of the paranormal. Um, when people claim to be possessed by energies or, you know, Attachment. spirits. Is it is it something mm. that was here that's able to control us? Or are we saying that this could also relate to the possible demons? And, oh, okay. You know, what, oh, what's your thought with that? They can feed off of you as well. They can feel as you're feeling particularly low or you're depressed, mm. that's the time when they do jump on you. They say right. never investigate in a graveyard. Well, not they say. I've been told not to investigate in a graveyard because they're looking for vulnerable people to latch onto. Really? So if you want somebody, if you want a demonic spirit that is ready for someone who is at their lowest point, they're yeah, here. Yeah. I guess it's like fishing. I, um, I've never investigated a graveyard until about two, three weeks ago. Um, beautiful place, gorgeous place. Didn't get anything in it. Didn't expect to get anything in it. Didn't, you know, we didn't get anything in it. Uh, did I feel vulnerable and open? Yes, I did because I was in a graveyard. Like I know me and Nando were talking last week and he said he felt more better. He felt easier investigating. Was that outside Nando? Say again. That you felt easier investigating outside rather than inside. Yeah, sometimes you do get the, um, like when you're inside a, a location, it can be quite unsettling. But outside, Lauren. I think, no, thank you. I'm not sure what it's showing. It's Lauren. Hey, Lauren. Oh, um, Lauren. Thank you. But yeah, I, I just think it depends on the location, really. Um, Roger. Hello, Jenny. From Memphis Hi, Roger. Bay. Is that, who's that, Jen? Roger? Roger, a friend of mine for many years, yeah. friend of mine, he watches all the lives and shows. He's lovely. Um, you know, I think it just sort of depends on the, the location that you're in. And, yeah, you know, right. but, yeah. you know, like I said, with, with things like possessions then, you know, is that something that is something that was a human that's passed on spirit life? You know, no. what's everyone's thoughts? What, what do Sorry. you guys think in the comments? So again, um, uh, Nando, because I was like looking at... I'm on about like possessions. You know, is this something that's done by a, a being that has never existed on this planet or... You know, it is just one of those subjects that, you know, what does people think? Um, Jessica, sorry, I have a dog here. I have a little pup here with special needs and I have to keep an eye on him every two minutes. Um, gosh, I think it can happen. I do think there's special cases of uh, possession taken over. And I know when I was asking a question before, if there was one place in the world where I would like to investigate, where would it be? And I would always say the Vatican, get me in that place. I want to investigate it so bad. 
Uh, I know many people are like, oh, Jenny, no. But there's a little twinge that I like. I am very much, and you know this, Nando and Sarah, I'm very much for paranormal and religion. And I know Nando hated me talking about it. But listen, going on the same plan, uh, plan, uh, playing field. Um, but I think the special cases of where possession does take over. Rare, but it does happen. Like, what do you think of Emily Rose? Yeah. Well, that, yeah. Emily Rose, what's not but demonic? Because there's a big difference between a demonic possession and an attachment. Like the one in, what was it, Exeter in London with a little girl? Oh, what is it called? The Enfield Hauntings? That was meant to be an old man, a spirit of an old man yes. coming through to her. So I think there is a big difference of, of whether or not it is a demonic one. And Emily Rose was apparently a demonic one, wasn't it? Was she? Is that, I saw the film. Is that when she went like all distorted and it took her life yeah. in the end? Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna get your picture up here, um, uh, Sarah. I, I have. I'm yes, just. I'm the picture. Sorry. That's fine. Um, you know, uh, while Bill's just said, let's see. There, there is a difference. Um, Chantel, I don't really think graveyards are haunted. I mean, spirits would go where they know, or where they die, not where they are buried. But do you think they go to where they're buried when they see family members? Well, I don't know if that makes sense or not. When they see family members go visit them, visit them. Or that, but that probably doesn't make sense either because the family members who passed away could go to the homes. Or, yeah. or I do, yeah. I correct myself there. I have investigated in graveyards, but I just mm. think it depends on your mindset, really, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, because like I said, I never investigated one until last week and I felt a little bit open because it wasn't like you're in a building all, all you see is walls and in, interiors you're in a graveyard where you see headstones and you have to be respectful yeah you do you yeah. don't want to upset them or annoy them and you i felt disrespectful and so on and so on um i don't know i don't know nando have you investigated a, 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 a graveyard you have yeah we, we did a graveyard um brian wasn't it the military one yeah, we did and the military got, graveyard. We got someone talking um, French, didn't we, or German? Yeah, or through the spirit box, we had like it was funny because it was going through, and then suddenly oh. we had a French voice come through. No, I think it was might have been Russian actually. Thinking yeah, about it, it might have been Russian. Like, yeah, what is a cigarette, didn't we? Yeah, and then we said, and then Brian was um, having a, a cigarette, wasn't he? And then he sort of said, "Do you want a cigarette?" And he goes, "Yes," through the spirit box, and we literally put out a cigarette for whatever was there. Um, now, while Bill has just um, said, uh, graveyards have very little paranormal activity because the energy has already left before they got there. That is just where the physical body was placed. Yeah. But I get what um, while Bill was saying, but in it, when you've passed over, would it not be the case that the energy can go wherever it wants? Sorry, I'm just looking up something here. I'm sorry, guys. It's like astro projection, really, isn't it? Just go wherever you, you fancy. But yeah, do you, do you, oh, you know, yeah. spirits, I don't think they are. Oh, do you, th you, what, you think spirits can travel? Yeah. I like do think that. Home. I do think that. I, yeah. I have audio from where I had my one of my very close friends who passed away six, seven years ago now. And um, I got her in Lep Castle. I lived three hours from Lep Castle, two and a half hours, three hours from Lep Castle. I asked a question of who I take with me when I go visit her. And um, uh, 
she told me who I who would take with me. He, she told me who I take who I take with me, and I have that audio. But um, okay, uh, yes, I do think they can travel. I do think they can travel. I mean, say if somebody lived in say Ireland or the UK, and that family moved over to America, and the parents have passed away, do they still get to see mum and dad? I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. So I do think yeah. they can travel. Yeah, yeah. Um, go with the heart in. Yeah, yeah. I think Jen's just sorting out the dog there. Sorry, give him to me. Give him to me. Sorry, he needs me. Aww. So you wanted to run He's okay. He's okay. He's my little foster dog, and he needs his new baby for a minute. I know he does. Aww. Sorry, that's why he's like a newborn. He's his special needs. He's like a newborn. So he was trying to run. There. Was he trying to run? His front legs don't work, but we're working on him. But anyway, he needed his mama for a minute, so he's here for and, a minute. You know, sticking, um, some poor people jumped in. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Hope you're well. Um, you know, talking, you know, sticking on the theme to the darker side of things, you know, people seem to speak about the Ouija boards, you know, that that can bring in um, spirits that imitate a loved one, but not necessarily are the person that comes through the spirit vault what what do you, what are your thoughts on that Sarah, you go first telephone you know, that yeah, that's what i'm on when sarah smiles like that you that's know. I, I did a lot of research on the ouija board now they were back in oh that they used them in china and they called them talking tables and they go way way back and then some sort of toy maker got hold of them and they went flipping mental in the in the like 1950s 60s people had dinner parties and then it just sort of spiraled it, it was like some people had good experiences on them bad experiences on them and of course they see them on all the all the shows all these paranormal shows and when we have guests they all want to use them so yes we do take them with us but we open them properly we close them properly we also make sure everyone says goodbye and take the planchet off and we also do like an opening chant you now asking for protection and if anything, you know, like I say, if it moves from left to right, circle A, anything that is just a bit dramatic, we say goodbye, we close it down and we start again in a different area. Right. But uh, did have a really, really freaky experience when I first started out as an investigator. Shall I, shall I tell the story? Because I'm itching to tell the story. Go for it. I tried to get Georgina on to do this to the girl that it happened to. She, she came to Manor Farm as a guest with three of her friends. Uh, one of them did not want to go on the Ouija board. Um, <laughs> separated the group. So the boys were upstairs on the twin beds and the girls were downstairs in the kitchen in the main house of Manor Farm. And we're on the big, big oak table. And three of them, including Georgina, are doing the Ouija board. And we get, we have a, we have a K2 meter on the table with us. And we are, we open it up and we get an old woman come through who's like 70 or she said she was 70 years wow. old. She would not give her name. And every time we asked for her name, it would move to no and it would spell out N-O. Um, she said, she said that, bad things happened in the house and that she likes to watch and we were the girl says would you go upstairs and scare the boys but at the same time with with the with the movement of the Ouija board the k2 is reacting and flashing each time in reaction to the questions that we're asking 
and um, said, okay, well, you go upstairs and scare the boys because they're upstairs on the, on the twin beds. And it moves directly to no. So we take the planchette off and then we say, I say to the girls, right, where do you want to go? Do you want to go upstairs with the boys or do you want to go into the schoolroom? And with that, the K2 starts like flashing like a traffic light. And we say, do you want us to go upstairs? Do you want us to go into the schoolroom? Nothing. Do you want us to go upstairs? We ask it three times. K2 is flashing. Okay, Spirit, do you want us to go upstairs? Flashing. So we all go upstairs, all the girls, and there's another room right next to the twin room with a taxidermy dog. I think he's some sort of bull mastiff. Oh, and lovely, lovely. <laughs> yeah, he used to live on the farm, apparently. Oh, wow. And for the scare factor, I said to Georgina, I said, do you want to go in there on your own for five minutes? See how you feel. She goes, oh, okay, I'll go in there. So we put we put her in there, close the door. She's all on her own. And then we hear this scream like a flipping banshee she was. And we all go pummeling in there. And she's got three scratch marks down the side of her. She says, I, I heard something. You got the picture? I do. Do you want to put it up? Yes. Just before, can I just pause everyone? Um, so, sure. you know, while Bill, you know, he's got a lot to say, you know, so I thought, you know, we all agreed we're going to send him a link to see yeah. if he wanted to come on. Because it sounds yeah. like, especially with the dark side of the paranormal, yeah, this could be a guy that could um, shed some light. So okay. I'm just going to bring him on. Uh, Reverend Wild Bill, I believe, is in his same town. So let's bring him on. Fantastic. Hey, how are you doing? There. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good afternoon. Oh and yes, and yes, we have cookies on the dark side. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Brilliant. thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for I mean, bringing this is, come on. I mean, this is a conversation that I might can add some things in, maybe. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, if right. we if we if we um, take a few steps back, then so we we initially started up about the demons and demonic entities. You know, right. and a lot of people say different things. Now, you've been in the paranormal field, I think the comment said 40 odd years. Give or take a couple of thousand years, yeah. You know, so what, in your experience, then, how would you describe demonic entities and demons then? How do they get okay. here? Demons. Yeah. We use the term loosely because I, I, when I think demons, I'm sorry, I have a flashback to this certain person that makes my skin crawl and we all know who he is his name starts with the last letter of the alphabet yeah we know who you're on about <laughs> but yeah. to keep from giving him any credit yes say his absolutely. name absolutely because even bad even bad stuff still gives them credit you know so i i yeah i'd rather not even mention but the thing is is the deal is is that demonic demons uh that is the proper word but a lot of people will think that and there again i will say spirit but i use the term energies mm -hmm. because the body that we have is just a physical body yeah the soul that people want to claim that Christians claim and there again let me let me say this now I do not want to step on anybody's toes I am a priest but I am a spiritualist priest mm -hmm. I tend to lead more toward the pagan belief oh lovely okay uh I am trained I mean I was raised Catholic 
Mm -hmm. I was excommunicated out of the Catholic Church. Oh, wow. Because I, the archdiocese, the diocese did not appreciate me calling the Pope the Antichrist. You did what? I, the Pope, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I just say I love you right now. <laughs> but uh, anyways, back to back this to is the, Jenny's dream. This is this is me, like. <laughs> but feel about the demons. First thing comes. Yeah, that's Mary. A lot of people want to say that a demon that they ran across a demon while doing paranormal investigations, and his name was such and such. It was an old man. That da 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 da. Okay, first thing comes first. That was not a demon. That was an evil spirit. And just mm -hmm. like I tell people, I think one of y'all even said it might have been you, Jen. I, I'm not. I think it was you, Jen, that said it. Uh, that if you're evil when you're alive, oh yeah, ninety nine percent of the time you're going to be evil after you die. It's your energy that is evil, mm -hmm. so it's going to stay evil. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas in a demon. A demon was never human. No. Yes. Also, too, let me do this. Let me say this also. You would be fooled by a demon. Mm -hmm. Because demons are usually not evil. They're usually good. You would mm -hmm. ask them for something, and they will give it to you. Mm. Kindly. They will not do harm to you. But they give you this on the grounds that when they, I put it like this, they're going to want in return. Mm -hmm. Your immortal soul. Yeah, no, no, wrong, Sarah. Wrong. That is, you've been you've been watching movies too much. That's not it. <laughs> like you said, you sold your soul to the devil. See, that's, that's not it. That's not it. And there again, if you do sell your soul to the devil, you can get it back. Mm -hmm. Contra like contrary to beliefs, you can get it back. That's like the Illuminati. If you sell your soul to the Illuminati, like, you know, in the Anyways, uh, Desi, now you're getting into a completely different thing that I can also talk about. I know, I know. Jenny just always go off trail. I'm Irish. What can I say? That's my... I mean, the Illuminati, and it's also can be known as a lot of people also want to call it the uh, the Masons. Uh, a lot of people also want to call it different things. All right. Uh, let's, see the, let's say the higher power. Let's just say that. The higher power that oh, governs that governs the living. Oh, wow. That's who, not, I want to know who they are. I want to know who they are and why. God Almighty, why do they? Why do well, I could, tell you, I, I could tell you a few, but there again, I'd have to, I'd have to quieten you afterwards. I'm Irish, I can't. Go on, keep going, tell us. Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> But anyways, uh, it's one of those types. It's one of those type things that uh, many have tried. It's one of those type things. It's like I could tell you, but afterwards I'd have to kill you. And, many have you know, tried and still failed. But anyways, long story short. Long story short. Demons, what they when they when they want when they want the reward for what they did for you, they will ask for it. And when hmm. they ask for it, they want it now there is no well i'll give it to you next week oh no 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 i did what you wanted me to now 
I want my just rewards and I want it now. And they will get it. Mm. Now, at that point, they can become harmful if you do not do your contract. If you do not do what you promised. At that point, yes. Now, as far as being harmful, let's bring back their, as most people would say, their higher power as a demon would be Satan. Let's say we're just going to use that term loosely because yeah, most of the people we talk to in the UK and America and all that are Christians. So we use the, we'll use the term Satan. Okay. People talk about how evil Satan is and how his minions are and everything. But I want to ask you one question. Have you ever heard of where Satan or any of his people have killed a person? No. But yet, the Christian God, has he killed? Okay, because when yeah. I even for the first time, I haven't even answered that. And normally I would definitely answer that. But even though, uh, and I do agree with Nando, um, because sometimes I do talk too much about religion and I've stopped talking about it. And this is getting very religious. Well, because, I talk about it in general. But see, the thing is, though, when you talk demons, you're talking religion. Well, yes, yes. Well, yes. And, and the Illuminati. And, and No, no, no. Leave the Illuminati. That is not religion. But it's my show and I can talk about what I want to. But, but I'm, but I'm, I'm just saying that. I said it. But, okay. Well, you can talk about it and you can say it. It's your show. I'm sorry. I did not mean that. But what I meant was oh. is that. Don't put Illuminati and religion together. I'm not, not, they are I'm, separate. I'm just putting that's, demonic that's, mindset that's, together. Okay, that's what I that's what I meant by I didn't mean don't talk about. It. I hmm. meant I meant don't put the two together. That's what I meant. Okay, I, I understand. Do apologize. Understand. That's what that's okay. what I meant. I am sorry. Uh that I do apologize. I'm not sorry. No, 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 no. I'm no, not no. sorry. I apologize. That's okay. That's okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. Not, but that's not what I meant by that when I said that. I meant. I understand. I told you. Your, um, your outlook is quite entity. the same as uh, Richard Leo Lillard. He he says very similar things to you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think with with regards to you know when it comes to things like religion, there's so many different aspects, and yeah. you know, it, there's so many different opinions about different oh, things. Oh, you could be here all day. Or um, you, can, yeah. you know, okay, it well, is one of those things. Okay. Well, I've studied them all, and mm. me, this is all I want to say about religion. First mm. off, I'm not here to impose what I think on anybody and make them mm. want them to believe what I believe. Right. What I'm here to do is to state what I know and then to get you I don't want you to agree with me. I want you to go out and find the answer on your own. I want you to research. I want you to find the answer. And what I really want you to do is to find an answer to prove me wrong. And then come back and tell me, because you might change this old man's mind. Oh, I tell you, I love a challenge. Who's that uh, guy? My challenge, my challenge has been... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sarah. I didn't mean to walk on top of you. I'm just gonna say my challenge has been out there for years. Mm. I have had nobody come back. 
the challenge. We we should have a private conversation about this because I I have a few things to say in it too. But we should have a private conversation on it because and that's why I didn't answer earlier. But I would, but in private. Oh oh, oh and what I was going to say real quick about the religion thing was is that if you put all of them together, all the books together, and you read in between the lines, they mm -hmm. all say the same thing. The only difference is is the time of when it happened. Okay. The years. That's about the only difference. But why would the years be different if it's the same thing? And I know, Nando, we're finishing off this well, now. Why well, would it be the same thing but different timing? Okay. Reason being is, is that we'll just, I'll just use this one real quick, is that Christianity is one of the newer religions. The only one newer than it is the new Wiccan religion, which was done in 1930. Mm -hmm. which, which is which, which god bless their souls they are trying to get back to some of the wiccan ways but they are not wiccans but uh but anyways to use the bible what it is is they're using the time span of god and jesus and they are using the time of the cesarean calendar all right mm. Hindu, muslims all this has happened with them but happened thousands of years before so-called Christianity. That's what I mean. You've got to see the Christians are going to put it on a timeline. They understand. That's the reason why in, I mean, I've actually had Christians tell me that dinosaurs never existed, but yet fossils were put here just to test man's faith. Okay. That's what they say. That's what they think. Okay, well, that's a lot of right. To each, well, see, like I tell people, to each their own thing. If that does you good, you believe it, and it's helping you, go for it. Bye go for God. it, because I am not going to try to change your mind, because, you know, I'm not here to do that. Hmm. I'm not here. To, I just want you to try to expand your mind. <laughs> Look. Yeah. And you will find it because like I always try to tell people, the truth is out there. All you've got to do is look for it. I don't want to find a demon. Don't be a sheep. What did you say, Sarah? What did you say, Sarah? I, wanna, I'm sorry. I say I don't want to find a demon. <laughs> you know, on that note, in all my travels on my keep journey, him. all my travels on my journey, you know how many I found? How many? I can truthfully say are demons. How many? Two. Oh, really? Do you know what? I probably That's found more crazy. demons that were alive. Than than in the dead. What yeah. some would say. Fuck you up there, Jenny. Big what? time, Jessica, big time. And they're yeah. alive. And um, one what? or two of them have passed away, but they haven't haunted me yet. But I do always have this out in case they come back and I say, did you hear what I said when you were alive? I still meant it. So, and a few <laughs> horny little devils as well, eh? But, but, what, like a, but there again, we go back to what most people consider demons are just evil spirits, evil energies. Yes. Evil people. Yeah. Evil That's people. all they were. Yeah. Now, how many of them have I ran up against? Yeah. Too many to count. Too many to count. Well, I have to be honest now. I, I mean, very quickly before we, we end this part of the conversation, um, like we were saying, like you've encountered two demons. I have encountered 
one threatening one that I took heed from and I respected and I wasn't Billy Big Balls, you know, and I respected and the same with Sarah and so on. But the ones that I've encountered who are horrible demons are alive. Now, one of them have passed away. I'm still waiting for them to come and haunt me. Uh, see, I well, see, see, they're not really demons. Like I said, they're, they're people. So, yeah. She is a horrible person, so... Oh, no, there's two of them, actually. One of them, another horrible. One of them who passed away said to me, Jenny, I hope you die and rot and burn in hell. And I keep shouting down, is it warm down there? Is it hot? Because you're such an arsehole. Well, you know, I've had people tell me that also, <laughs> even me being a priest. And you know what I tell them? I say, yes. And when I get there, I'm going to kick the gates of hell down, jump on Satan's lap and ask him, what's the password for the Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> No problem. Um, but you know, brilliant. well, what we're gonna we're gonna move on to the next subject. Thank you, um, Wild Bill, for being part of it and giving us Thank your you. insight about the demons right. and demonic entities. That's really great. We should do a show with Bill, just Bill on, on and then and also the talking board, the Ouija board. I just got off a live feed about that. That's another I, one. I know when people said, I know it keeps saying very quickly, but I'm Irish, and I always say, long story short, but it never happens. When people say the Ouija board, um is there a difference between a Ouija board and like a recorder? And if you're opening up this up, you're opening up an Ouija board up? No? Yeah. no? Yeah. Different? No, they're kind of the same. Yeah. Exactly. One is one is by text, the other one's by voice. Yeah. One you've, got a, one, you've got them spelling out the answer. Yeah. The other yeah. one, they're just audibly answering it. Yeah. But so, I find this is more... Believable than a, a an Ouija board, which is very funny because my mouse pad is an Ouija board. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I have I have a bunch of I have a, I have a bunch of talking boards. Well, um, uh, the Ouija board you'd never know if someone's hand is you know your and like I was talking to a fantastic guy on my show before, and you don't mentally know that you're moving. You just don't okay. know. If you're not what do you reckon, Sarah? Because I know you want to say something there, and I interrupted you. No, 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 honestly, I'm just rubbing my eye. <laughs> You're right. I think, do you know what? We can revisit all this with Wild Bill if we can do a show with Wild yes, Bill. Yes, that would be awesome. And we can get into real, you know, because I know there's some other people that want to voice their stuff. Um, okay. We've got some emails so to go through. On this one, I will bow out then, I guess. Thank but you, I want to thank you for coming on and giving us a bit of the insight, and we will touch base with you, and we could do a show. Featuring yourself, and on, we can really get into the nitty gritty. I know, I know, Jen will get some. You know, she's got some questions, and I know she'll have some comebacks for you. So I think that'll well, be a, a great upcoming show to have. To, you know, I, I'll be glad to join. Uh, I would love you to come on with the with the three of us, and um, and then because we have a few sections to talk through tonight. But yeah. for one night of uh, an hour of uh, when I you come on, say, we don't even have to do a live feed. We all four can just get on a thing and just have a little roundhouse. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna send you a friend <laughs> a video <laughs> chat. Do a video chat. I don't mind. I'm gonna send you a friend request right now. It's Jenny Sullivan Sanyasi. I'll send her a friend request. Okay, I'll, I'll try to. I'll try to. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's okay. Right. Well, thank you for joining. Um, well, Bill, thank it was good to meet you. Thank you. And again. And if, I can, if I can be of any assistance at any time, feel free to get yeah. me. We shot, and uh, I might can at least kind of maybe guide you in a way, or at least make you think and find a way to get I, your answer. That would That's be brilliant. great. 
Can I just say I thank you very much. Uh, well, we'll, we'll catch up with you soon. Uh, I'll just thanks for jumping on. I love that statue behind you, Bill. Oh, we hold on. There's blood in the window as well. Baby in the mouth and the one with the beard. Okay, that one with the baby in the mouth, that's a soul eater. Oh wow. The okay. uh the one over there with the beard, that's my that's my Chris, that's my Santa Claus mask. Oh, yay. I've also got a gremlin. See, when you said kind of a statue, I thought maybe you were talking about the gremlin I have over here. Oh, he's a, he's a classic. He is. I love the gremlin. Or Chuck back there in the back. Oh, the gremlin. Do you have the gremlin? Oh. Yeah, that oh, gremlin's from one of the movies. Yeah. I love this. Mm -hmm. I, love the, I, I think I see a nun as well. And there's one at the very back. Uh, with something possessed nun. That's my that's my goat head, right? With the uh, pentagram burnt into branded into its forehead. Oh, I like that room a lot. Well, it's something that we can <laughs> we have to catch up with. This is my, um, this is my this is my inner sanctum, but we'll talk about all that. I'll show y'all this, this. This is only a quarter good. of this is only a quarter of my stuff in this room. The whole room is like this. Wow, but anyways, let me go. I Thank you very much for joining. Thank we'll talk you, to you, well, Bill. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. Um, brilliant. So <laughs> it was great. You know, I can see there's difference of opinion brewing up there. So it will be definitely a show to have with you and Wildfield. That will be a great show. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a good one. It'll be like a bit of battles of the wheels there. Um, but no, um, it was good to hear from um an audience member thank you well bill for joining um any of you guys that want to tell us a story something dark anything feel free to put notes uh, um put a comment and we can bring you on as well just like we did with well bill um sorry get the picture up yeah sorry, I, sorry picture I up. my little dog here sorry yes yeah, so i have to picture here um yeah. is it so here yeah, so said, do you want to go back and explain the location okay. just in case for people what so we were talking about Recap. um demonic entities energies and different things that they can do um so, you were starting the story about being at manor farm manor farm um georgina i put her up to the ouija board said goodbye when we asked her we asked the ouija board the the woman on the old lady apparently to go upstairs and scare the boys and then with the k2 meter it was flickering for us we were saying do you want to go in the school room to the girls or do you want to go upstairs with the boys and it said go upstairs so going back upstairs put georgina into the other room with the taxidermy dog for the scare factor georgina screams her head off we all run in there and she's got three scratches down the side of her neck now they say things come in three with demonic entities knocks three one two three scratches three yeah mocking I, of what is it jenny you know this trinity. one holy trinity yeah so, let me put the picture okay. up for you you can um, still tell about it yeah yeah you can see can't you oh, that's crazy. she's about never to go back there again and i'll be honest well, i don't think she's ever come back to an event since no then. she hasn't no she so, wanted to come online tonight but she had to work tonight unfortunately oh and okay. I asked um, Dave, who is an empath who works with us at Port to the Paranormal, and with me being unexperienced at the time, this is going back a couple of years now, he said, 
what happened on that Ouija board? And I said, it didn't want to give its name. We was asking its name. It kept saying no, kept spelling out. We goes, let me stop you there. If it doesn't want to say its name, then it could have been something demonic. But, you know, oh. you don't know. Yeah, it could have just been a pissed off spirit. But the fact that it got her, she said it sounded like something was right in her ear and then she felt sharp pain and... It, that was on her neck and she was absolutely mortified uh, and oh. that uh, oh, on the way home this is when I was going to investigations on my own Nando I was going past if anyone in Southampton knows Thornhill roundabout my dad's ashes are over that roundabout um, I was driving back from Manor Farm and the car was freezing the heating wouldn't come on I tried to put the radio on the radio was making all this funny noise and I felt like the present I felt like I was I was freaked out anyway but I felt like it was in the car oh god the heat's not coming on the radio's making for me I was really felt out of sorts like something was there with me and as I come around that roundabout I, I knew that my dad his ashes is on the road I was, oh my god dad, oh, please, wow. protect me dad if anything's gonna continue and then suddenly boom heating come on I mean I've been driving the car for about five ten minutes by then and the heat was still hadn't come on the radio woo, full blast and it just felt like everything was calm all yeah. of a sudden but that could just oh, be my psyche and I could just be my mental mental state back then. But, you know, I don't think there's someone no, out there watching I think, um, Temple of the Feast Rising Entertainment, they they may be relating to oh, what you were saying, that whatever comes through the spirit board oh. didn't want to give its name. Because, um, yeah. yes, because if it says its name, you can get rid of it. Yeah. So maybe it's, you know. So do you okay. believe then that with the spirit board, that everything that comes through... Is definitely the person that you're communicating with, or could it be something different? No, what about you, Jen? I think when people say, Oh, when you hear little children, oh, there's Mary. In all the years I've been investigating, our team have never taunted or provoked a spirit or asked it to do something to anyone on no. investigating. You're asking for trouble. And you're right, you're right. I was unexperienced. Oh, you're absolutely right. Back then, I was unexperienced. I know better now. Yeah, we know now, like you would never say that. We, I, if someone said, Can you just tap on? X, Y, said shoulder, tap, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, that was back in, in Lep Castle, and that was with another team. Um, but um, and but it did happen. It did happen. Yeah. Um, but when they say about, you know, uh, children, we were talking before about children's spirits, and, like, if you see one or hear one, are you going to help it? No, I am not going to help it. It's like, <laughs> me, come help me. I'm like, you're on your own. I'm not doing it. Too yeah. many babies. And I'm so, now we do get children in some locations. The history to it is legit. The history to it is legit. There's other places. Um, well, that's very true. Yeah. Say the museum that we do in the Drotter Museum, Melmount, and we do have children there. Um, and we, they, we never get their names. We never get their names. So one night we were outside of the building looking in through the glass doors and the uh, sensor light was at the very, very, very bottom of the hallway. It's probably about 40, 50 feet, something like that, if not more. And so I'm all outside and I said, um, and the, the guys know what I'm like. If I start coming up with names and saying, Jenny, it's happening again, isn't it? <laughs> I'm getting mm -hmm. random names in my head. And uh, is there Patrick? Is there Sean? Is there Michael here? Who's you, Shannon? Who's you, Tracy? It's like names come into my head, but we're like kind of joke half the time. But I did say, can I call you Helen, the little girl? Can we call you Helen? 
And the light at the very bottom, about 50, 50 feet, something like that away, lit up. And Jenny being Jenny, thinking, it's battery. It's, sense, it's a sense of light. I'm not, I don't get it all the time, but I did go, oh, did you see that? And then I asked more questions. Can you turn it off? And it turned off. I, girl, we didn't record it. That's the only thing we didn't record it. Um, and, and those who know me will take my word for it. And those who don't can check up on me or whatever. I'm too busy to bull crap. He's crying. Oh, the puppy's crying. And um, so anyhow, yeah, so any questions I asked Helen, the little girl, um, lit up. So we had her upstairs one night and yada, yada, yada. Do I think Helen is Helen <laughs> to this day? I don't know. But if Helen says, Jenny, come down to the kitchen, but come by yourself. No. I'm not going down. <laughs> come on. We'll get down there. Let's get down there. We're staying next Saturday night. We're all going to be there. The whole full team and one of the people who work there is going to be there. And um, we're doing a sleepover. Oh, yeah, Lady Harriet. Oh, she's lot. Oh, we did hear her in Charleville Castle was the only definite child spirit I've encountered. The others wouldn't be 100% certain. We've heard her, Mary. And I looked at Aidan, Aidan looked at me, and when, when Gillian was talking, and I looked at Aidan, I'm like, like someone's running upstairs because I don't wouldn't talk when someone's talking. And that's kind of lying, isn't it? Because <laughs> I jump over everyone. But... Um, Oh, yeah. So Saturday week, we're having a, a sleepover in the museum. We're doing a full investigation. One of the people who work there is going to wants to come with us. By all means, you work there. Come with us. She never feels anything. I've been told she was. Yeah, I've been told she was. And uh, and I don't want to experience that part. I have been told she was. Um, but we did hear her. She was absolutely brilliant. So we're going to do in the museum. We're going to stay overnight. And I said, hey, let's do a final, de or is it final destination or fear destination? Final destination, let's move it. Fear destination. Put our, put, put our uh, names and, and rooms into two different hats. So we're going to pull out one and pull out the other and see what room we're all going to sleep in. And Louise said to me, Jenny, what room are you sleeping in? What room do you want to sleep in? And I said, whatever room you're sleeping in, Lulu. <laughs> 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 no me i'll get the kitchen but we're going to do little lives i know i'll do one when i'm sl sleeping there you know uh and i don't know i don't know i could when the investigation is over i could throw a gin and tonic in before we go to bed <laughs> i don't know pamela you're always hey, here pamela. Doesn't matter if you're late you're always here better late than never destination fear that's the one so we'll put our names and the rooms into each hat just for fun and just pick Definitely. Um, yeah. So, you know, keeping with the theme, you know, other things that have been hot topics is um, attachments to objects. Now, now I've never really, now I've got a quick little story. So I've never believed in things like that. I'm saying a quick little story. It is, it is. Well, okay. so a lot of people say that certain we could say energies, whatever it could be, attach themselves to certain objects. Now, we did an investigation at a um, haunted antiques museum. And oh, I kid you not, right? Anyway, me and Dan being a bit of the immature ones in the group, 
there's there's a particular garment that's that's covered in a glass dome, and the story yeah, is yeah. that this particular garment, if you mess around with it or you drop it and break it, you will break a limb yourself. So it was highly suggested never to touch it. People Nando, die without touching it. Nando, yeah, say, no, can I the, say quickly, Nando? Can I say yeah. something quickly? I have it written down here. One word and your name to bring it up and <coughs> what you're talking about now. <laughs> now, so so me and Dan being the immature, we waited till we were on our own. And we we're like, do you believe in it? And I'm like, no, I don't believe. You know, certain things I I, I find it very hard. Anyway, yeah. so this figurine was happened to be some kind of woman. And she she had, you know, breasts and everything. Yeah. So we, we, we carefully lifted it and rubbed, we each rubbed a boob. Like, like stupid little children, I get it. We each rubbed a boob and thought nothing of it. Anyway, the next day we had left the location and we were driving and we had Dan in one car, we had another car and us in the back. And you know what, I kid you not, me and Dan and, no, Dan and his partner and us in the car that we were in both nearly got in the car crash on the same road. And do you know what? We pulled over and we both got out of the car like white as, you know, white as ghosts, excuse the pun. And mm -hmm. it's just made me think, do we, do people believe that things can attach themselves to items that could actually cause harm to us? Is this real? Now, after that experience, I'm on the fence with it, you know. <laughs> I know who you could ask. Nanda, you should find that is true. <laughs> the, the boobs were quite attractive, I'm not gonna lie. But you know, on a serious note, you see Nando to your wife down here. Sorry? I just introduce you to your wife down here. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he yeah. touched another I, woman's I, boobies, I retract that and he really I, got I retract that last comment I made, people. <laughs> but you know, I know. Temple of the Phoenix Rising Entertainment say it's very real. Oh, what do you guys fine. think? What, what's your Ooh. thoughts? I'll throw them very quickly, and if I can run upstairs and find them and get them for you. Um, I bought a compact makeup from... They look fabulous. Can I can I run off here for two seconds and go get yeah. them for you? Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to give your opinion while Jen runs off? Well, Nanda, do you remember when we lived in Eastleigh and I come back from yet again manor farm and our son gino was very small me and my sister had gone on an investigation and we'd come back wired because we had the table going crazy and we heard footsteps running across the landing you went upstairs come back excuse the pun white as a ghost saying that everyone's asleep no one's there couple more weeks went by one of our boys was saying, Mummy, it keeps saying my name. Reese was getting punched in his stomach. I had to put crucifix in his bedroom. We were getting little droplets of water falling on us randomly on a hot summer's day. And then one night at three o'clock in the morning, what happened, Nand? Do you remember? Yeah, I thought I thought it was one of the kids um coming. And we 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 both felt what we thought was small hands. That's why we thought it would either have been Gino or Rocco. Um and it tugged at our feet. Um, you know that Your that foot was uh, in my foot. Yeah, that that was a an experience that because <laughs> this was at the time where I wasn't as involved with um, no. with the paranormal as, as as you were, and it was quite yeah, it was it was we scary. The light on, didn't we? And the fact <laughs> that we were talking to the children and Reese was getting punched in the stomach at night. It was. 
I had to go around the entire house and say to it, address it, get the get the hell out of my house. I won't say that. That's a nice word that I used, but I was very yeah. forceful. Every single room, get out of my house. This is my house. You are not welcome. You get out of my house. And then that was it, wasn't it? But then you saw your granddad as well, didn't you, in that house? Yeah, well. that's... Yeah, we can we can discuss that. Mm. That 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 was something else in yeah, in that yeah, house definitely. as well. That was amazing. Um, but with regards to just stepping back a moment, with with your thoughts, you know, because uh, yeah. I know you've looked into a lot of things. Hey, Drew, um, thank you for joining. You know, when it comes to attachment of objects, do you believe that energies can do that? Like they attach themselves. So when you touch it, you're taken a part of that energy or what's your thoughts so. yeah i think there's something that you love there's a certain object in the house what i don't want to mention but i feel that there's an attachment to that but i think it's a nice attachment i know what you're on about give me yes. one second so i don't i think out of sensitivity you shouldn't say too much nando but no i won't say too much but we have a little it's an italian mouse basically i think it was based on the cartoon it belonged yeah. to it belonged to a family member that is very that we consider she was very dear to our hearts. Oh yeah, um, and I used, in, I grew up with ways. her. Yeah, and this is the little dude, right? Yeah, and you know we we took it after she had passed away. Now we've had we have it sitting on the side of our display. The cabinet. boys love it. You know, the boys love it, but we said it in a certain way. What's his name? But, yeah, is it called? Oh, um, oh, what's it called? It's called Gino, Geo, Geo something, Geo something, Pepper Little Geo. Show him up again. I want to see him. We cleaned uh, him up. He but He's it just seems hallway, to be you know? lately, he seems to be moving its position. Like we put it in the cabinet where no one touches it. Um, and then it just keeps moving itself. So, you know, could that be a symbol that. And yeah. I think so. If you like something a lot and you really want to see it, you're freaked out now, aren't you? Yeah, because as much as I like it, it's going to end up in the box in the garage. And if that comes out of the box in the garage, then we're moving. We're gone. We sit there and it slowly moves around. Don't let say it. Can you imagine that? But we're sitting in watching TV and then suddenly the head just starts doing a, a 360 turn. No, so can't do that. But yeah, oh. do you know what? I agree with what you're saying. You know, yeah. um, it, it's like it, rings and that when people hold them, or these people that are empaths, aren't they? That they can hold something or touch something and they get the feeling of where it's been and you know who gazed at it, who loved it. Definitely, when you go into um, a haunted manor and all the furniture's there from whoever lived there, you get the feelings of the spirits that were, that that loved that furniture, I guess, and was surrounded that was their home wasn't it yeah i guess you're right you're right and do you know like, like we were saying about the the figurine that me and dan come across mm -hmm. in the you know and it would be great to hear your guys thoughts as well in the comments you know do you think evil energies can attach themselves and cause us damage just by touching it by acquiring a piece like that could it cause an effect on us as as humans they've all seen annabelle obviously <laughs> <laughs> well we're still in the room thank you for still being here so some of the people's energy stay with the items sometimes i think a bit like what you were saying yeah. um 
So he's uh, Marty just danders into the room. Okay. Uh, is Jen back? Oh, back there in. she is. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, I was no, upstairs sorry, looking. Sorry. I was upstairs looking for those pieces of lovely makeup, compact makeup with the mirrors. The powder's still in it, and when you open it up, it smells like um, old makeup. It smells like the seventies or eighties. Not that I'm that old. I'm just saying. It probably smells like my mother. I don't know. But there was another thing that I did buy on. I don't know where I bought. I think I bought it on eBay. Was this? Oh, is that a divot box? No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> not yeah. So this is what I bought, and it could be just something and nothing. I'm gonna take it out now. Hold on. It's a bit messy. Hold on. Let me take my glasses on. I can't see. Spot. Oh, Jesus! There's so many things in this. I don't know what they're used for. But I, I'll hold on. I think it's, I don't know what it's meant. I forget what it's measured for. Uh, so let me see if what goes in here. Okay, so this screws into this. Okay, yeah. Like a voltmeter. Something screws into that, which I don't know what. Anybody know what, what I bought? Because I don't, and I bought it many years ago. What is it? I don't know, look. You should look into eBay and see. What is it, it's is it like checks the voltage of electricity? Like yeah, appliances. I bought it off eBay. Is it? We know when mental people get electric shock treatment. Is it for that? Oh, <laughs> electric shock treatment. Electric shock treatment. <laughs> metal. Marty saying the metal detector, the Geiger counter. Okay, so the okay, so. No one putting the... definitely not. I agree with you, Eric. Not on eBay. I've no idea what I'm doing here, but there's like, but I did buy this on eBay though. Why did oh, you buy it? Could it be a metal detector? It looked old, so I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were just so talking funny. about. <laughs> we, we were just talking about items, and you know how energies can. <laughs> Attach themselves to it. I have this many years, and I and it's heavy, like it's, it's steel, whatever. Uh, when Anything I did that happen with it? Anything that you can think of? No, I'm trying to figure out where this and this goes, and where this screws into the bottom of it. But I've no idea what that is. Could that be the? I don't know. Hold on. I'm oh, while Bill's put, it's an antique EMF meter. Yes, that's what I read on Facebook. Ah, oh. so an old-fashioned <laughs> ear. Yeah, because wow. you'll, see, you'll see here, it's like, a, you see the volt and you see if, if, if it top spike. So that, see that, it's, it's like the, it's like this, uh, what do you call it, the spike meter? You know, yeah. the, the, yeah. Um, the spike meter. But this, you know, if that goes there, this goes here. I don't know where that goes. I haven't, oh, I, oh, I think after about I think after about six years, I'm I'm figuring out how to use it. Oh, I I kid you not, you will see me on live figuring out how this worked. <laughs> and I have about six years. Power leaks. Just while so you're doing that, so then Kate, yeah. Kate's put a comment. 
um, we're talking about attachments yeah. of, you know, on items. So I have both my granddad's and my pop's flat caps hung on the wall and framed at home. They wore them every time they went out, and I'd like to think some of their energy is attached to them, and they're looking out for me and my two children. Um, you know, I've got to be honest, we're, we're, we're stepping into the, the lighter side of the paranormal. This is my comfort <laughs> zone now. Um, and I've got to be honest, I do, do think that, you know, family members will always be a part of our lives. You yeah, know, I think a part of their energy always stays with us. And, you know, mm. I think we can all agree. We've all had certain experiences where, you know, we I've personally seen family members walk into the room like they're still here yeah. um you know so i do think it's a there it's definitely a comfort for a lot of people as well yeah. um suzette jasmine uh thank you for your comment i believe yeah. a spirit's energy can attach to a personal item slash imprint yeah um yeah you know, have you guys ever yeah. bought anything from an antique shop and then you think oh <laughs> this might be haunted in some way we're not allowed to say yeah. what it is but it does eat the pennies and that is creepy isn't it yeah no I that's not hand shops sorry i've bought from second-hand shops but not uh antique shops no because they'd be too expensive and have you ever bought anything yeah. that's been quite old that that you feel that there's something attached to it um no I haven't. No. I haven't. Like this here now. What what I'm thinking is because I can't fix it properly. I'm thinking this is the top part. This is the bottom part. It's now connected. Yeah. So you would test something like metal or or electricity to see if that spikes up. Must be a magnetic thing then to help to see if it spikes up. Well, it's like metal, but this bit here in the middle is rubber, which would <laughs> which would be understandable. You know, rubber and electricity and 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 all that crack. So no power involved in it? No. 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 I think it's just, I mean, I, I don't have this bit connected yet because it keeps coming out. And this other bit bit that kind of connects to volts means electricity. Yeah. So that's why that rubber bit is in the middle. So you don't get shocked. No. Do you know what would be great to see is if you left that line around and then it started spiking on its own. That's how it would be just like that, because I you have to untwist that out to detach it. Mm. Well, we could. We could take that with us on a location and see if that spikes. Just and see what happens. Out. Yeah. Well, that just I can take it out with me, yeah? Rub our bits for grounding. Yeah, bits for grounding. I do know yeah. that. I do, look at my camera. It's always going blurry. The rubber bit is for grounding, yeah. So that's what I bought off Facebook in this old uh, rubbery, um, boxy thing. Because Jennifer had, oh, do we have another piece? Oh, we have another piece. Oh. We have anything else? And that's what it looks like in the inside. I thought it was a dippet box when you brought it out. No. They're meant to hold evil spirits, aren't they? Well, I was just about to get on that because Eric said, um, I think it was Eric that said, never buy a divot box off um, no. eBay. It's like buying no. like no. a in a jar. What, what are your thoughts on the divot box? We um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Sarah, what'd you say? We open one in a certain place, but we can't say where. Nothing happened. Oh, no. 
See, see I, 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 I agree. I agree with what Marty said that the divot box right. isn't real. Created by a guy for a quick money on yeah. eBay. Marty, I'm just going to ask you a question. Were you there when that divot box was opened or were you at home doing the uh, the um, admin? I think, I don't know if Mar no, I don't think you were there, Marty. Me and Marty know of a person that opened up a divot box and everything was like, you know, drum roll, drum roll. When we get to like when we get to five hundred, then we'll open it up. When we get to five hundred, we'll open it up. I was like four hundred ninety nine. Oh, you were there, Marty? Oh, no, Marty, no, Marty. I, Marty, I was Marty. liking the fact that you just said they were fake. I was Marty, liking the fact that you said they were fake. Marty's one of our oh, Marty's Irish now. He's from the north of Ireland now. Um, I know Marty. I know such a letter, and I listen. It's also you know, then you know, you know, watch us, watch us, you know, um, but. It was now I slept in that room. I slept in a room with that Dybbuk box. And here I was like a Christmas um parcel. What's in it? I got it. That's just my makeup bag. It's <laughs> a lot in it. Um, but um somebody used it as a pillow at one time. And um what else? So I watched the live of this divot box being opened and I had said to one of the guys and I said it to a person who owned it, I said, look at the candle wax because there's always sometimes candle wax on a divot box. And this one had the um, the Russian symbol on it. So anyway, there was this big like two hour wait for a fracking divot box to be opened up. You know, you ready now? You ready? And somebody had a chisel and a hammer and I'm like, Jesus, take the whale. Are we going to open it or are we going to not? So they opened it and they were very apprehensive of opening it. I was kind of like, I don't know. And I can't do the accent because they know who I know what I'm talking about. Uh, and I'd love uh -huh. to do that. Oh, fuck it, I'll do the accent anyway, don't care. <laughs> I don't know now. If I open up now, now. And everyone stood back now and didn't want to open it up because of from the North of Ireland. And they didn't want to open it now. I'm, I'm standing back here. Hold on. I just put this in front, just put this in front of me before they opened up this box. So I'm like there texting saying, what you have? Pucking opened up the box and I said pucking. And um <laughs> they did, they opened it up and there was a stone in it, there was a photograph that was half burnt. Um, there was a coin in it and and so and a candle, half a candle, burnt candle in it. Um uh, Marty, I drove in a car and was there when it was opened. And never really felt anything, to be honest, was a definitely a fake, maybe real ones out there, but I highly doubt they are legit. I think it's got to do with the intention when creating it. Plus, it was a German symbol. Yes, sorry, I said Russian. Sorry, it was German symbol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenny Gong, Jenny Gong Gong Ho. <laughs> Jenny, we're going to fall out. Nay! <laughs> what about you? <laughs> yeah. You know, so anyway, we, yeah. nothing happened. Nothing happened, and I tell you very quickly, yeah. nothing happened. And at the end of it, they went down to the beach, which was beside it. And if you're watching, hello. And uh, <laughs> they went down to the beach, lit a bonfire, and uh, put it in the. They watched it burn. Everyone watched it burn live. But the funny, right. the, the worst part was people knew where they were. So you have public coming up and outside. So it was a little bit dangerous too, which kind of like, don't. I don't know, if Marty, if they said where they were that night. I'm not too sure. But anyhow, yes, that was it. Do I think the real long story short, like an Irish person, my story was very long, but I'll get to my answer now. <laughs> like Marty, some are, some are not. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, do you know, I've got to be honest, I'm on the fence with it because, you know, we opened up a divot box in what is known to be a very haunted house. It's had movies done about mm. it, I think, you know. And, you know, again, it was like Dan was like the, the child with the toy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. We, we did spend about, like, you know, we did debate it for a little while. Should we, shouldn't we? And then we ended up just doing it. And I've got to be honest, I think for me, that, that made me feel more on edge opening <laughs> that than actually <laughs> staying in this house. Yeah, I've got to be honest. Hello. You know, the, the, we, we were staying at 30 East Drive. Oh, <gasps> um, And Right. Oh, no, we're honest. Oh, with what we're, we're Sarah, make up the sleeping brush and bang the ceiling. No, no. Flipping oh. band now, opening divot boxes. <laughs> but, but do you know what? That that night, you know, I it, it did freak me out, and I think, thank, <laughs> um, I think it's because I didn't know what it actually was. And do you know what? That house has the weirdest, the era in that house, the the atmosphere. You know, I was so scared to go to the loo. You know, that's how scared I was for some reason. And yeah. it got to the morning, and I was pl plucking up the courage to think, do you know, what? I'm going to get up and go to the toilet. And did? little Joe, little Joe, who's in our team. She was sleeping in the kitchen part. And I, I sat up on the edge of the sofa and I went to get up and she just went, vroom, sat up, looked around and laid back down. She I does like, that. I ain't getting up now. I put my I put my head back under my cover and I just waited till someone else got up to go to the toilet. Nando, really? I mean... And I was there. I, I swear to you, I was there rocking on the sofa. I was like, oh my oh, God. And where, was go where was the bathroom? Where was the bathroom? Was it upstairs, downstairs? But it, everyone... was, it was down, it was it was upstairs. Oh, they, and they had a bathroom downstairs. They had a toilet downstairs as well. I so why didn't you go on that? Because I was too scared to move. Oh Honestly. god, Nando, how long what? ago was that? Uh, what last, last year? When it said it was last year. Last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Last year. I do believe that Joe, the dad, he died in that bathroom. Joe's there, hundred percent. But <laughs> whether anything else is there. <laughs> I, I do you know what, honestly, mate. I might have left a bit of bit of mess, um, but yeah. But again, you know, it's that that story, the Thirty East Drive, very, very. You know, the stories have been very the monk evil. And what's the what's the other one? Um, oh, where is it? They did Enfield Hauntings. Yeah, I'm getting there. Someone lives there now. You know that that. The, you know, yeah, we, we've written a letter as well to them to see, but they said oh. no. Uh, that East Drive does seem to have weird energy. Have watched several investigations there. Yeah, you know, you're not allowed Hamlet, to see there. No. You, you walk into the place and it, it's just, it's like you're going into a different, like you're transported into a different era completely. 70s. The house is still <laughs> there again, sir. You're transported into the 70s. Yeah, it is. It's like that. And do you know what made it worse? We watched the film based on that house. When the lights go off. When the light. Oh, and do you know out. what? Yes. Yeah. And do you know the worst thing is? Everyone went to sleep absolutely fine. I was scared to go to sleep. And Sarah went and slept upstairs and I stayed I downstairs. My bed is shaking though. By yourself. Listen, I'm not even sleeping in Millmount on my own next Saturday night. Like I said earlier, Sarah said, Jenny, where are you sleeping? And I'm like, wherever you are, where you want to sleep? When do you want to go? Because <laughs> when people pull our names out, we have Sarah, we have Alan, we have uh, Aiden and Niall or whatever. I'm going to have mine, Jenny and Sarah. Oh, Paul, Jenny and Sarah, we're staying in the same room together. 
I'm not doing it. You're a... meant to be paranormal investigators. The biggest bunch of pussies out there. You sound <laughs> Let me tell you. I, I'm the worst. I'm the worst for it. I, I can't. Do you know what, Jen? If you, if you was to come with us, one day we would definitely investigate together. 100%. Right? 100%. 100%. But I'm up for everything, right? I will push myself. But do you know what? I'm, I'm yeah, if, if that's direct to that me, I'm absolutely fine with that chicken. That's fine. Um, I'm the first to. That's no, uh, that's I, me. You know, I can't help me in the room on my own. Say huh? again, Jen. I think that's to me because I don't. I won't stay in a room on my own. I won't stay. Oh, in well, we, we can be together in that. We can be together. I will. Well, actually, no, to be I fair, mean. when we did the haunt, when we did the haunted antiques museum, you did. You right, stayed I in stayed the at the very. Room. I stayed at the right at the top of the building. It was like in the attic part, and I slept in there on my own. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to be a bit of a Billy Big Balls and try something. So I sat and did the Ouija board on my own. On his own, right? which you should never do now. On my own, no, right? No, you went to Billy Big Balls. You were a stupid... Okay, so I was Billy stupid. Balls. But do you, do you know what? I sat there and did it, right, in the dark. You and, and I could not... The chair, the chair looked like it had rattled, like someone had just sat on the chair next to me. And do you know what? I completely froze. I don't even think I closed it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not making myself look good, am I? But no, I'm gonna be really. honest. You know what? I slept the whole night mm -hmm. in that room. I still slept in there, but I had my torch on for the whole night. And everyone, everyone said to me, "Did you sleep in the dark?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Dan pulled out the video clip to show that I had the light on all night. I was just like, "Oh <laughs> no, know. I'd rather sleep in the dark than a torch on." Because Nick didn't last week, and my bulb is loose in my lamp beside my bed. And the light went off, and I was like, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yes, Mike. <laughs> you're only was, human. If you don't get scared, you're not the lamp. I was touching the, the bulb for it to come back on, and it did, because there's a loose uh, thing jig in it. But um, like we were saying about being scared, I'm going to call it human. Human yeah. nature. And I'm going to stick that on. And I'm gonna own it and wear it. Seeing too much, as much as I want to see, maybe I want to see one or two more. Heard a lot, felt a lot. I ain't stupid. I'm not going into that bathroom. I know bathrooms. The only bathroom I would go to on my own is Lep Castle, because it's on the same floor as everyone else, and you can still hear them talking. <laughs> That's oh. the only one I'll go into. Now I have gone into. Uh, the Melmount Museum bathroom by myself um, but it was daytime and even that was apprehensive doing that and I was in it yesterday morning and I could hear Alan he was quiet for about 10 minutes and I'm upstairs doing a session because we had to do some work in the museum and I'm like Alan where are you so there's me walking down the hallway in daylight thinking like you know oh my god I'm actually walking down the hallway in Melmount by myself in daylight oh my god you know yes I'm getting more better no, you will not see me. Do it was hard to do it in daytime, let alone nighttime. I think um, everyone should come to that building and, and for a few times and understand what I'm talking about when I say this building. I lived in it. I grew up around it and to it. And now I investigated for my team is running six years this year now. And so seven years, maybe I'm in the location at this stage, eight years, maybe. But anyhow, um, Yes, I have uh, uh, one go to bathroom on my own, apart from Lep Castle. Uh, Mona Mutual might be in there. Who's that? 
Marty. Marty yeah. Myrna Myrtle from Harry Potter. Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. 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 She into the loo, doesn't she? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Mary, do you know what? I swear to God, I was in town the other day and I said, right, I'm going to get some batteries, but I have no one to stand on the, on the... Well, I can do it myself, but it's really hard to open up. But And I keep saying every time we go live, I keep saying, yes, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And do I do it? No. Do I think about it? Very much. All the time. And when people talk about it, then I can hear it. And I know when I do like a call out here, sometimes like, you know, we have a few drinky poos on us and a few of us on a call say, hey, let's do a call out in Jenny's house. <laughs> I did last weekend and a few weekends before that, did a call out and we do a playback. All you can hear is beep, which is the, which you're going to hear now because yeah. I can hear it now. So <clears throat> I will have it done for the next call out in my house. Why do we do a call out in my house? I don't know. I don't know. I want to see something, but not in my own home. I've we're on investigation. I do want to see a ghost, but not in my own home. <laughs> I see something scary every morning when I wake up. Shut your face, Nando. Shut <laughs> it now. <laughs> I want to um, investigation so... in the sleepover. I always wrap myself up like a cocoon in my sleeping bag, and I'm thinking nothing touched me, nothing touched me. But then I get to a certain point that if I did see a ghost, I'd be so tired. I would be. I don't give a fuck. Just do what you want to do. I'm just too tired. I've gone past that point of being scared completely. Yeah. Do you know what? I do look scary in the mirror in the morning. I agree. <laughs> um, Jesus, I look yeah. scary. I mean, when I look, even today I look scary. Yesterday I looked scary. The day before I looked even scarier. Just tiredness, pure tiredness and exhaustion, like I do a lot. Like, we all do a lot. Mm-hmm. We all do a lot. And I've taken in an extra dog, like I said. Uh, no, a different one. Uh, like, I took a pup a few days ago with, what's it called? Uh, swimmers syndrome, puppy syndrome. So it's like, when he's awake, I'm awake. When he sleeps, I sleep. And so on and so on. So a little bit tired and whatnot. And I have absolutely no idea how I got onto that conversation. <laughs> um- <laughs> So, so, you know, the last part of the, the segment that I wanted to touch base on is poltergeist activity. Right. Um, you know, again, this is something that has been highly documented over the years. You know, um, you know, what, what are your thoughts on poltergeist activity? Is this uh, just a pissed off energy? Like we were saying that mm-hmm. it's pissed off in real life and it's moved on to be pissed off. Or, again, could this be something that is unnatural? Well, I tell you, I'm sorry I'm going to jump in here very quickly, Sarah, but I'm definitely going to to fly through this when I make it short because I waffle. Um, My twin, Victoria, uh, Vicky, lived in uh, some part of London with her now husband, Noel, and they lived with the boss. And they lived in this beautiful house. And... um, so this this owner of the house uh, always had someone with her, and they nicknamed him Hank. So um, they they had this heavy wooden chairs and wooden table and so on. And my sister went over to the UK to visit them for a weekend, and they were all sitting outside um, at the balcony, you know, having a barbecue and whatnot. So Noli would go inside to get uh, some extra foods and whatever. <clears throat> excuse me and he had to go through the kitchen to go into the living room he went in and the tv was on so he turned the tv off um and then it kept going on and on and on he the last time he went 
by he went into the house he went back out through the kitchen all the heavy wood chairs were on top of, of the table stacked in a way you couldn't stack them now that was the most serious part that happened in that house that um that made Noli go white and and he went out to the balcony and Vicky looked at him and and Vicky said what happened no one something happened and he go and I know Noli and Noli would be the kind that wouldn't need to sit down <laughs> he'd need to sit down <laughs> and um um and there's times where you know when you have a, a fireplace and the the thick wood mantelpiece would be so high up you can't put anything on it there's a few ornaments on it, but you need to get onto a step ladder to get on top of it or a ladder to get on top of it and put things up on it. When they had left the house to go to a pub across the road, you could throw a stone and, and hit the door. It was that close. They lived in the countryside. When they came back, all of Vicky's birthday cards were on top of the mantelpiece when they were on the table. And that's for this guy, Hank, to say, it's your birthday, it's your day. And then they came back another time and you have the lampshade and all the coins were set in their scents or the pences and whatnot and stacked up on the rim of the lampshade. So they all knew, the owner of the house knew it was someone that followed her from house to house to house to house wherever she moved. But he wasn't a bad guy. He was a nice guy. Hank. So, I mean, my sister who went over to England for the weekend um, said nothing to Vicky until the day she was in the airport and said, Vicky, What's going on in your house? What's going on in the house? I could hear someone running up, up and down the stairs. I could feel, I could hear chairs being thrown down the stairs. I was in a sweat with a blanket over me. Vicky and Noli could hear when they first moved in, like someone's gone running up and down the stairs and so on. And they said, they did nothing and said nothing. Vicky said, you get used to it. And you would get used to it. But that's the only thing I know of a nice poltergeist. How short was that story? Was it short enough? No. <laughs> No, no, that's great. That's great. So, and the let the the house that they visited. Then, do they still have that sort of activity going on in that house? Or? No, the owner had moved. Vicky and Noli came back home to live in Ireland, so we don't know anything about that house. We don't know if they keep contact. I don't know about that, and if he still follows her. And they just nicknamed him Hank. So he was a nice guy. He. Not all of them is bad. He's a nice guy. Is he a poltergeist? I wouldn't say he's a poltergeist. I would say he is a spirit or whatever that follows her. Is he a poltergeist? Is poltergeist not meant to be bad? And what, in in your opinion, what constitutes as a poltergeist? What what are the key things you know that makes you think it could be poltergeist activity? They, what are they known to do? For me, what I Oh, could it be movies again? I think it could be movies again when I think of poltergeist, because thankfully I touch wood. I've never had an experience here. Moving stuff, smelling bad stuff. Now I've smelled bad stuff. That would be my children. No, 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 not my children. <laughs> <laughs> you had me drawn in. So Sarah's really reading into that. Did you see the concentration in her face? Uh... No, it wasn't my children. It could be like my puppy who's not trained or whatever. But noisy yeah, ghost. It does mean noisy ghost. Noisy ghost. It does mean noisy. The bad smell, um, the noisiness of it by clattering stuff and whatnot, uh, and getting your attention and so on. Yeah, like Marty just said there, uh, poltergeist isn't a bad spirit necessarily, just looking for attention. So it could be the one that lived with Vicky Noli and the the person that owned the house, which I'm not gonna say the name, I do know, but I'm not I can't say her name. Um 
Not that anybody would know her, but you know, just in case I'm sued. What about you, Sarah? What's your thoughts? I believe that poltergeists are just, I'd say, they say there's a difference between a spirit, a spirit is something that can move around past nicely and visit, revisit places, where a ghost is a ghost that is lost and it just, I think mm. there could be a, a ghost that has got the ability to just move stuff. And also with elementals or anything else, it's the same thing. They can just move it if they want to, if they have the feeling to do so. Yeah. And I do love a good poltergeist. I've experienced a few things. First of all, Stanford House, when we put a cat ball, I had about 10 guests and they were sat on this really long like picnic table. And we put this cat ball on an old wheelchair and it was like someone once went ping and it's mm -hmm. got across the room and you should see these 10 guests like slow-mo no. <laughs> and they all got up and flipping pegged it to the door Did they? themselves it was fantastic and Did second, really? one, second time we experienced it is when we was at um talking museum we were, there was some footage that was on national tv of some stuff moving and falling off on the shelves in the in the gift center in the gift place where they sold all the gifts and no word of a lie this book you know when you get the pages and you just flick it with your finger yeah i looked around and it literally went, and i was like did anybody see that and it looked like someone had moved the book the second one the second one oh my gosh Forgot now. Do you know what was just there? Well, you're building everyone up. She's building everyone up, people. I remember and then later. Got got. It's the longest that I stayed quiet because I'm so intrigued. I wanted to know about the ones. I bloody remember later. No, it's gone. <laughs> you know, I, I think I go come back. I'll shout in when I remember. Yeah. So, I don't know if this sort of relates to like the energy. Well, it must be. Must do. We did our last investigation at Manor Farm, and it was me, Jojo, and we were in the big, in the big barn. Now, again, it takes me a lot to believe in a lot of things. I've come in, you know, with I do believe in spirits, hundred percent. I've seen spirits, you know, well, my family more than anything. Mm. Um, but table tipping was always a thing that for me that it. it's easy, it's easy to mimic the table, especially if you've oh, got a flimsy yeah. table right it's easy yeah. to lift it move yeah. it yeah but if you can imagine we were in the barn and the table must have been a full-size picnic table but it was really thick wood it wasn't like you it can't was, just lift it with one person it's yeah. well we were doing a, a table tipping session and do you know what the table had lifted onto two legs and it wasn't moving and i was like this okay who's doing it the first thing i said was who's lifting the table and you know i kid you not and we've got luke he filmed it him he filmed it everyone at the table took their hands off the table right okay. and stood back a little bit and it was still lent over on two legs on its own and luke actually was able to get under the table and film the fact that the two legs were on, it was just standing on its own. I love right? it. Do, do you know what, Jen? I'll send you a picture. There's a picture that they got of me no, sitting at the end of the table. Sorry, I'm just, I just put that up and then I reread it and then I know what Marty's talking about. <laughs> Marty. Um, oh, you can elaborate on that. But, you know, <laughs> there's a picture of me. I'm sat in the corner yet again. I haven't got a clue what to do. You know, it was like, 
but this table was so when it and when it come back down, it didn't. Do you know, like when you lift it and you drop it, it makes that big bang where it's just been. It didn't do that. It was put down very gently, back onto all four legs. Do you have the video of that? Yes, we, we yeah. not, I can get. I can get it off Luke. I can get it. No, I got no. Luke didn't put that one on there. Um, Luke oh, still wow. got that. I can get that and I can put that in for another show, and I'll show you it. Bloody and you'll literally see room. Luke. I remember what I was going to say. I remember just quickly before I forget again. Nuns cross stand. We were sat this there having a the convo. This better be good. Nuns cross stand a couple of weeks ago. Hold on, let me. Hold on. Chatting casually at the table. Okay, Sarah, I've just muted him. Talk. Don't mind him. <laughs> Nuns cross. A couple of weeks ago, we was in Dartmoor, and there was Nando at one end of the table. It was about, I think it was about twelve o'clock. Um, there was. It was in the corner of one of our guests stand. What was her name? Julie. Oh, Julie on the other side. And we're just generally chatting, weren't we? And this massive, massive picnic table just went, just shunted. Oh, no one was touching it, nothing. Just shunted across the floor. And we all were like, oh, who did that? No one was touching it. See, we don't get that. Even I see Nando, Nando... Was it you that sent me the video? You did. And like Lulu on, on Emerald Isle, she has cat balls, right? We have five of them out. Nando puts out two cat balls, three cat balls, and they keep going off. And I sent it on to Lou. And um, it, they never go off. Ever go off. Ever. You're on about, the one that you're talking about was the, I sent you a clip. So we went to Merchinson Hall um, in... Uh, I think yeah. it's in Hondine and Portsmouth. Um, basically, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about the story, if that's okay. Give people yeah, a bit of an insight of what was going on. So we had never investigated this um, this location before, but we know it's a very popular location. Now, we didn't know the background to it, and when we uncovered it, it was quite, I think all of us took a step back and quite shocked about the story so basically me and sean started the investigation up in the top room uh it was called the captain's room i believe and we we set up the cat balls and we always do like we introduce ourselves you know so the spirits know who we are and what we're there for we make it very clear to you know we're not here to harm you we just want to talk to you um anyway so we went around introducing ourselves and we said Light up the cat ball if you want to speak to this specific person. So we always go around the whole people just to see what happens. So Sean said his name on command. It went off. And then you hear, I think, I don't know if you remember, Jen, but then you hear Sean say, can you stop now? And then the cat ball stops. What? You're on mute, Jen. Sorry. I always, I was blowing my nose there. I'm sorry. I always do. Okay. I said, do you want me to put the video up? If you can get the video, that'd be great. I can put it in two seconds. Um, you know, what you would see, guys, is that we we try and build up, you know, we try and have a laugh with everyone at the same time, you know, because we don't build want it energy. to be, yeah, we, we, we build good energy. But yeah, what you see is that Sean tells it to stop, it stops. And the funny thing is, if the cat ball is just going off because it's broken, it would go off every time. It will repeatedly go. Now, we went to myself, we, I said my name, it went off. And then we went on to two other guests and nothing happened with them, right? And then the funny thing is, I think it was um, when we got to Spencer, the light behind it went off 
And then we asked another question and then light in front went on, off as well. You know, um, but the story of it, we were directed outside quite a bit throughout the night. Um, so we went outside um, and I was trying to figure out why, because one of the ladies come up with a name. Um, oh, I can't remember the girl's name. Helen. I think it was Helen uh, that come out the name. Anyway, so just before Jen, so what we uncovered was a girl of 15 years old, just on the right hand side of this location, there's a little wooded area. She actually went to meet someone and was murdered in the in the wooded area there. Um, and it was a very high, highly um, uh, televised case that went ahead and she was found. And we managed to get to go outside and we had people doing dowsing rods. And again, a lot of people have different views on dowsing rods. But when you're getting three people on three different dowsing rods, you know, mm. getting the same replies, you know, it's very hard to debunk that, you know, because you're getting the same oh, answer yeah. from each of those people. Um uh, you know, and it, it was just amazing. But the cat balls, as you said, you know, I don't know if you can get the video up, Jen. I'm for now, yeah, I, I'm going to through Lou's um, messages because I know it wasn't too far up. But I am going but, um, to. It, it was a great response, and it just shows how intelligent the spirits can be. Yeah, you know, we've we've had. I think another one that we did was at Manor Farm in the old church. Yeah, yeah. you got it. I'm and Wimmer Manor upstairs. Yeah, he loves the K2 and he loves the um, REM pod as well. He goes from backwards and forwards to and give him good responses. The spirit on there. Yeah, so uh, um, like Eric, and he's got cat balls going off. Is this from, hold on, is this from uh, March the 11th? Yeah, oh, yeah. let me just have a look. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I think it was the 11th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Merchant Hall, Merchant Hall. Um, yeah, it was last, it was last Saturday. Yeah, okay, so let me just share this out here now. Uh, let me just share it. I always keep saying I'm new at doing this whole sharing thing. Expert now. Oh, I don't know. God knows what will come up in my bloody face. Oh, no, let's get rid of one or two things. Hold on. <laughs> So just while you're doing mm -hmm. that, Jen, I'll just read some of the comments. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Going back to, going back to when we were talking about the table tipping, uh, Marty says, I had a similar thing with a Victorian bed, big wooden thing, couldn't move it, move it, woman that owned it in the location <laughs> hated men. I think most women hate men, don't they, really? Um, mm -hmm. I lie on it and the whole bed moved with me on it. Still no idea. To this day, how that happens. I find that sometimes. Yeah, when I'm in bed, sometimes I feel like the bed's vibrating and moving. Really? Yeah. Just let me just kind of get this right before. Sorry, just let me get this, this right. Out now. No, that's all right. That's all right, Jen. <laughs> oh, you know what? You felt the bed vibration, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah, please don't, Sarah. That's... That'd be you farting, man. <laughs> no, but it does feel like a vibrate. It's happened before. It happened in um, 30 East Drive. The bed was vibrating. Yeah. Look at the look I'm just not too sure. Yeah, I'm going to play it now. Yeah, I just had a pause there. I'm going to play it now. Okay. Can we ready? make the screen bigger? Um, I'll try in a second to see if I should be able to make it bigger. Yeah. No. Did that work? No. No. Nope. Give me one. 
Uh, no, I don't think I can. Oh, no, I can. I can. I can. Hold on. Sorry. There we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Jeez, Jennifer's learning. Let me just press play. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to put the volume on. I had it on news. <laughs> Uh, my name's Nando. Wow, no Drew. Thank you. Okay, stop. Uh, my name's Jay. No one's on like you. No. <laughs> Not many people do. <laughs> well, I love you. Such a surprise. Backhanded. Hello, I'm Charlie. Hello, I'm Michelle. Come on, wait, make these people welcome. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I know, it's a, a new, that's a different ball as well. Good. There we go. Well, my name's Leslie. Okay, stop. Stop the ball. Hello, my name's Leslie. Can you light up the other ball for us, please? My name's Spencer. Oh, oh nice, Spence. So you sort of see, I uh, can look at this photo and I can say, whoa. Oh, so you can sort of see from that, that, you know, two different cat balls went off. You get it on command on certain names. I just thought it was a great piece of evidence, you know, from that. Jen, you're on mute, darling. Yeah, can you mute me? Jen, you're on mute. Sorry, I meant to say. So the, I always put it on mute because when we do that, Sharon, it it um it uh you can still hear us talking. But um when you had mentioned that the other ball had gone off and then it turned off, and you said, "Can you set the?" Or someone said, "Can you set the other one off, the middle one off?" And it did. So that was interesting. Yeah, it's you know everyone's got different theories to you know, and everyone's got their favorite piece of equipment. You know, I'm starting to become, I love using the cat balls because they're very hard to, you know, you got to you can touch it, but you've got to be right next to it and really like put your, put a bit of force on it to set it off. It's not like something that we just... thumped our feet around them as well, haven't we? To see if we can set them off that way and vibration. But, but... Oh, yeah. I knew about them on, on Emerald Isle because she's like, you know, Jenny, I'm waiting for these. Because I sent her the video and she said, I'm waiting for these to go off. I'm waiting for them to go off. And um, they haven't gone off for us once yet, apart from when we trip over them, which is why now I bring glow sticks that we break so we can put them beside each glow ball so we don't walk and, and kill ourselves, you know, on them. <laughs> but they haven't gone off for us like that. And if they did, great. The sense of light has done. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, an, an annoying person when it comes to Evidence, video, camera, audio. Yeah. That's what I want all the time. And I was going to say something there, but I'm not going to say it on the live. I'll say it afterwards. I almost said it there, but I'm not going to because myself and someone else agree. I, I think that's what's so important. Whenever we do something like that, we, I'm always out with a camera. Me and Luke, you'll always find us. Everyone loves the flashy. <laughs> 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 but, you know. <laughs> Um, we always try and record everything so we can show people, you know, yes. 
Sometimes spirits don't even know what a cat ball yeah. is, do they? We always tell it's them just a simple... and we demonstrate them. And we say, look, it's... if you touch it, it will make... But it's just such a simple piece of equipment. It's not even used. It's not even designed, really, for paranormal, um, paranormal investigation. It's a cat ball mm. for cats to play with. And you... you know, but it's just, it really doesn't... And like but I said, I, I, I love these. You know, the fact that I got one ball going off in front of me and then one behind... You know, it just shows it can work. Um, you use them glow in the dark, glow in the dark, glow in the dark balls as well. You light them up with your torch and then you leave them. I spirit to roll them, can't you? Well, yes. And I, I know, I think I know those. I'm, I know I'm going to get some pieces sent over to me from America, something like that as well. And I think with the cat balls as well, you have to touch them for them to go off. Yeah. Yeah. You have to vibrate beside them for them to go off. Yeah, it's like we we would jump. We always try and debunk our own stuff as well. You know, we don't. You know, we don't just put everything up there saying this is paranormal, this is paranormal, because we yeah. know that sometimes there's an explanation. But we were jumping up and down in this room, and they were not going off. And but I'm we, quite a big guy. I'm quite a big guy. So, you know, it, if you have ghost cats like I do, they don't care <laughs> what they are. <laughs> um, yeah. If no. the batteries, sorry, Nan, if no, the batteries are running out, you can they do go off quite often, but yeah. you can just swap the balls around and then put a fresh one there. But these were brand new. The these brilliant. were um, Sean's ones were brand new out of the pack. Right. You know, so these hadn't been lying around or anything. Um, right. But yeah, it just shows that how um, spirits can communicate. I know that was going to be the last subject, but there was one subject that you wanted to bring up, Jen. Um, and I want we to touch have, on it. You know, we have literally, I literally thought about it two seconds ago before you even spoke. Jen's been bringing this one up quite a bit and she really wants to get it out there. So you can take the floor with this one, Jen. Which one was it? Oh my God. Huh? You, I thought, she, she, she's there, like, <laughs> look, we're reading our minds. So, like she knows what I'm talking about. Uh, is it sleep paralysis that you were talking yes, about? Um, yes, and George, astro yes. projection and all that. I don't yeah. know anything about this, so I'm going to listen to because I know Sarah's got her theories with this as well. So I don't know a lot about sleep paralysis. I have heard about it, and I've heard how frightening it can be. I know my 12 year old daughter said to me, you know, when I spoke about it to someone, uh, I think it was you, Nando, or Sarah, and I spoke about sleep paralysis and what it was and so on. And my daughter said to me, Mom, I had that too. And I'm like, Excuse me, you had what? And she goes, I had that when I woke up and I couldn't move. Mama Bear came out and I'm going to punch fist and air. I'm going to, listen, I don't give a fuck if you're alive or not. We are not doing this. You know, you have got Mama Bears going on here. Um, and I, people say, oh, be fearful, be fearful. You take your rosy bees, not me. Whoever's in my house, that sleep paralysis with my child. And you take them and you pray that I don't come fucking looking for you. That you gave my daughter sleep paralysis that, you know, she said, I can move, but I, I I couldn't move, but I was awake. And I said, were you dreaming? Did you try to move? Did you hear anything? Did you see anything? Yada, yada, yada. And she said, she could hear stuff, but she couldn't move. And I said, proper stuff, not in your dreams, proper stuff. And she goes, yes. So you just don't know enough about it. And like I said it to before to someone and they said, Jenny, you know, you can't say fuck to this. Bitch. Did you ever tell an Irish mother never to sing? To someone who's annoying the children? Are you doing that? No, one not. And I don't give a two 
donkeys, rats, arse. Who is in my house that would do? It could be, like I said, there's not enough known about it. Is it medical? Is it someone sitting on you that you cannot move? We don't know enough about it yet. But I will say, be afraid. <laughs> not of the undead, be afraid of the living. As yeah. we always say, that if there's anything like that, and I've noticed sometimes my dogs would be acting strange. I have four dogs, two large breeds that would always sleep in my room. And they began to sleep in the hallway. And the, one, the large one began to sleep in my daughter's room. My two children stay in the same room. And we're like, is it too hot in my room? Because he's a heavy coat dog. Um, why is he in the girl's room? Why would he be in the girl's room? And I mentally take a note by saying, in my mind, I'm saying, thanks, Riley. Because I think I maybe it's just Riley being too hot and a heavy coated dog. Maybe it was something else. But a lot of things have happened in the house. Too many things have happened in the house. Not too many, but things have happened. Where my eldest daughter, when I was kind of changing my room or painting my room, and it was nighttime. Uh, my room is just above me here. I'm facing to the back of my house. And she's seeing a ball, like she says, this size. This size, if that can make sense. This size, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Going across the wall. I'm like, was it a fly? Was it a butterfly? You know, was it a blue bottle? What it, you know, what did it look like? And she goes, a black circle. I said, was it a black circle? Or, and she's adamant. And I know, you know, when you know your children, if they're lying or not, and you, you kind of get into their brain a million times, say last year, the year before, this year, what did you see? And she said, mom, I seen a black circle going across your wall towards the wardrobe. And I said, that's fine. That's fine. You know, that's okay. That's fine. My daughter was walking downstairs, my youngest one, and her tea, she, she fell on the step. And I'm thinking, did you stand in your nightgown? Did you stand in your nightdress? She was wearing her dad's, you know, Liverpool T-shirt. And uh, was had had fallen on the step. And I'm, I, so I'm kind of like, and she said, no, I felt it like from the middle of my back, you know, like I pulled from my back. And I'm like, okay, so we're taking it, we're not dismissing it, but we're not saying it's something else. Mm. I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm wearing green. Let's do it. Where are you? Where are you? You know? And but I also say as well, in a nice way, as I'm told to say it, instead of being the Jenny way and saying it's your Jenny way. I also say, you know, please, you know, don't annoy my children, don't annoy this, don't annoy that. Instead of saying what I really want to say. The Irish language of, it's English, but it's basically really Irish in Jenny's words, you know, that bleep, bleep, are you doing bleep? I'll bleep and bleep. So anyhow, you can't say that apparently. Well, I always say if they're bad in life and they're bad in afterlife, you know, if they say bleep beforehand, they're going to understand the bleep afterwards. And we're not, we're not going to play this. You've passed away. Let's not say. Mm bad words um and i don't get all of that you know don't say this and don't say that and each to their own but anyhow um so nothing has happened since then now you know nando when we did a call out in my house myself yourself and brian <laughs> a few weeks ago yeah. i know i know we had uh sarah you were there but you weren't yeah. present 
<laughs> you were... I wasn't. I was out of it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Sarah had a bit too much of the vino. And she completely the vino, I think, and I was, out, uh... didn't she? she... <laughs> and we, we had some really amazing responses. And the thing is, we actually yeah. picked up a male voice, you know, because I said to Jen, yeah. you know, wouldn't it be great if me being in the UK, Jen is in Ireland and Brian is in Canada? And I was mm. like, Jen, wouldn't it be great if one of us can actually get a response from yes, this that this yeah. male presence in your house? And do you know what's funny? Um, we both, me and Brian, both asked questions, and then when we played the EVP back, it it, it responded. You know, mm -hmm. it was, and I'm not being very, you know, me and Jen have been on the call what from nine o'clock in the evening to about seven o'clock in the morning. You know, a little bit of alcohol involved, you know. We were a bit, <laughs> but some oh, definitely come through. Oh, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because when I did the podcast, the first podcast with Kent Brewis from the Ghost of Carmel, Maine, at the end he says, "I'll do a spirit session with you." And he put the ghost box on in his house, and he was he was saying, "Is anyone there? Do you want to talk to Sarah?" And it went, hello, Sarah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I was really we played, amazed. We played that back, didn't we? Yeah, we, we played did. it back. And the clearest day, it said, you know, uh, love, Spirit from Manchester United didn't like the T-shirt. Oh, was that the Liverpool one, was it? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, no, um, just going back to the sleep paralysis, um, you were saying about your daughter, Jen, right? I'll tell, I'll tell uh, oh, let's read Eric's comment first. So sleep sorry, I'll tell you, sorry, Eric. Um, go yeah, ahead, Fernando. Sleep paralysis is a temporary inability to move or speak that occurs when a person is waking up from a sleep or falling asleep, falling asleep. During the sleep paralysis, the person is aware of their surroundings but unable to move their body or speak. It can be a frightening experience because the person may also experience hallucinations or a sense of pressure on their chest. Sleep oh. paralysis occurs when the body is trans... What? Trans transitioning between yeah. sleep stages and the brain in a state of confusion normally during re rapid uh, rampant. rapid eye movement uh, rapid eye movement that's it yeah rapid that eye movement. yeah because i was going to say you were talking you were saying about your daughter am i right I, i'm pretty sure it was reese do you remember when reese so we we this and i got back this was after sarah started doing the investigation and I'm pretty sure when we were talking about the the tugging of the feet, Reese come down once and he said he, he looked really pale. He looked like washed out. And he was like he could hear something and something was punching him. Do you remember? Do you want to we, just tell them? We had, I heard it too. It was like two voices speaking and whispering in a weird kind of language. And Reese said, I told you, Mum, I told you I was hearing the same thing. And he would wake up where something was punching him in the stomach at night. He said he was getting punched in his face. You sure you haven't got a bellyache, Reese? And I, I actually, you know, I put a crucifix in his room and said, whatever it is you need. Yeah. And since I did that, I don't know if it brought comfort to him or something. Yeah. It just stopped happening. But he was up and down all the time and he swears blind he was getting punched in the stomach and that he could hear this whispering in another language. And, and, and you know, to this day, if you would ask him, his Still story. Do you know when children sometimes tell you a story, it's sort of changing. If they're this is our telltale sign with the kids. If they're mm. lying, this the story the story sort of changes. But with Reese, whenever you whenever, you whenever you bring it up with him, his story is exactly the same. Where he felt the punch is exactly the same. 
and everything about it. and the fact that he was hearing voices like Sarah was stuff as well. I mean, you know, it, it was. Um, but I think because we're getting into that field, and we may have relayed it on to Reese, without Reese being aware, because he's so innocent at the time, because he was quite young at the time. He was, yeah. Maybe he opened himself up without realizing, and that's how. Oh, oh you know, when so sorry. No, sorry, go, Sarah. Go ahead, Sarah. Go on. In Southampton, there's a woman that looks over the bridge. Do you know where Burger King is? And he was about eight, and he come back and he said he was in town with his dad, and he said, "Mum, I saw this shadow person just walk straight through the wall." And he was adamant to even to this day. He says he saw oh, it. Uh, do you think he's he's open? Well, open. Oh, to yeah. it. But he's frightened of it, so he won't yeah. even go there. Oh, he's yeah. not talking about it. I you know, my thing is with kids, because they're so innocent, they're open to anything. I think society and the way we bring them up, you know, in certain way, is like we always tell our kids, this ain't real. This ain't real. Not because we don't think it's not real. We just don't want them to have that. I don't think my kids are old enough. Um, the same with me. I don't think they're old enough oh, to deal yeah. with what can be out there. Mm -hmm. I know some people might have different feelings to it. It's like we, we discussed you know, how would people feel about if we was to open up an event, but a very basic event for younger children that are into the parent? Me personally, yeah. as a father, I, I, I would say a no-no to that because... Rocco's frightened of it, absolutely terrified. He doesn't like it. So we what just try and keep it completely separate from the yeah. children. Yeah, he doesn't like it at no, all. We don't, we don't get into the nitty-gritty when we're talking, like, in the daytime and the kids are around. Like, yeah. my kids are kind of used to the crazy mum, but we don't talk about the nitty gritty when your boys are around. No, you know, right. I've learned that now. Like we don't talk about the nitty gritty. Um, what age would you reckon that younger people should should start off in the paranormal? There's a lot of people who have, who have different opinions, and a lot of people who have their uh, they would take children with them on locations. I've taken my girls to the museum, not for an investigation ever, ever, but when I've had to do work in the museum. I'd taken Jessica over at one time. Elsa was with her dad. And Jessica was sitting in one of the rooms that I like. It's my favorite room upstairs. And um, I looked at my Alan and I said, you know, God, the innocence, little does she know about that room. And I said nothing. I never would say anything to her. She was on her tablet and so on. So anyway, we were leaving that upstairs. As, uh, Jessica walked out and she said, looked at me and she was like, and I'm like, did you? And she goes, mommy, I heard a woman. And I'm like, high five. Welcome to the paranormal. You heard your I, first PVP because she heard a woman saying something, and I heard it too. And I'm, I was so happy that she heard it. So freaking happy that she heard it. Now she's had more experiences, which I'm glad she's not here now. But um, yeah, she, you know, I, what age? So sorry, I, I was getting sidetracked. No, 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 that's fine. You know, I agree. If something naturally, you know, happens, yeah. I'm willing to. You know, I would be willing to sort of, I don't know about you, Sarah, because, you know, we, we parent in very similar ways in, in in some, and I think with this, we're very similar. We, we, we don't talk about it a lot around the kids. It's like when we talk, Jen, we yeah. would wait until my kids are settled and they're in bed before we talk about, you know, the real... Well, we talk about, yeah. Ages, I think, personally, is... How mature is your child? How depends on the temperament think, of the child. I think every child, every child is different. Now, I do feel that anything below the age of fifteen 
I wouldn't necessarily take any of my kids to yeah. do an investigation, not even a basic information. But it depends um, on the temperament, and especially if the child is sensitive and wants to try and conquer its fears yeah. over that, then yeah. yeah if well, you're a friend of mine who does that, she's a friend of mine, and she has children under 15, and she, has, she does a teenage uh, paranormal. And I've watched the lives, I've watched the lives and I've watched the shows and and she knows because I've spoken to her about it and I have spoken to her about it and I said I was unimpressed with it. I was unimpressed with it. I was very annoyed and this is your thing, but she's a different woman. And so each to their own, I was just upset to what I saw and I thought, shit, if my child had have been through that moment, the Estes method, yeah, and a touching yeah. your own, and I know maybe she's watching, or maybe she's not, or maybe she'll see this at some point. Uh, but I'm not saying names, but she knows I've already spoken to her about it. Like a 13 or 14 year old doing Estes method, uh, and was very upset after it. And I had voicemailed her saying, um, no, absolutely not. But like, and I just sorry to interrupt, Jen. I just want to be clear to everyone. Right, we're not saying there's no right or wrong answer to this. We're we're not saying what you if you're letting your children do it. We're not saying that you are wrong with it. I think us as parents, we all have our different beliefs. You know, being parents ourselves, you know, I just think for me personally, you know, my son is twelve and he's unsure of the paranormal. And do you know what you can teach? You know, I think you can teach him elements of the paranormal of what's you know, one thing I do install with my boys is if they come down and we're watching certain programs. Give me one minute, I'll be back. Give me one minute, I'll be back. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if we're watching um, certain programs, we always tell them that, you know, a lot of it's fake, you know, especially with TV stuff these days, you know. And I think that's what's important to make them realise that not everything is real with the way TVs portray certain things. Would you agree? There's nothing more terrifying than a frightened child. And some of this stuff that we have actually have to deal with, it, it could it, it could fuck a child up mentally. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it could. Like and look at Rocco yeah. with Teen Wolf. He wouldn't sleep for weeks and weeks and weeks, would he? And that's just Teen Wolf on TV. And it does depend on the temperament of the child, definitely. If your kid's all right with that kind of thing. You as a parent, I think you know. You know yeah. what 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 help what boundaries the child has got. So, yeah, I think it's down to the parent on how they feel, and especially if the child is sensitive and they want to learn how to control that or not be afraid of it, then they're going to have to delve into it because it's always going to be there in them to learn how to deal with it. And mm. um, Pamela, just read Pamela's comment. So I think it's important that children have some sort of faith background, yeah. Christian or otherwise. To support their support them before they are seriously introduced into the paranormal, it shouldn't be the first time that they are dealing with the question of afterlife. And I agree with that, Pamela. You know the, you know dealing with faith. You know I was raised as a Catholic, and we went to church. You know I went to I think they were what they would have called Sunday school at the time, where we did a little lesson about the the Bible, um, and I agree with you know, letting them understand about religion. You know, what I don't necessarily, not saying I don't, for me as a, a parent, that, you know, I agree with the religion, letting, you know, Pamela was just saying, um, Jen, just, you know, uh, we were talking about the children 
And Pamela's saying, I think it's important that children have some sort of faith background, Christian or yeah. otherwise, to support them before they are seriously introduced to the paranormal. Absolutely. It shouldn't be the first time they are dealing with the question of the afterlife. And I agree with that. Yeah. But what I was going to say, yeah. what I'm saying is letting children dabble in the paranormal. That's, no. I think, there's a way of teaching our children about, because... Our kids understand. We've had family members that have passed on, like my auntie, and the boys were very close to her. And right. we've explained to them about the afterlife. She's still here. You know, she, she was still be. But what I'm saying is actually getting kids to do investigations. You know, that is a step, for me, is not where kids yeah. should be going into. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I'd be the same. I have taken my daughters into the location, but not through an investigation um mary when my brother died 15 years ago my daughter was only six years old day later after the funeral she told me she saw my brother at the funeral watching us uh she said he spoke to her and told her he would keep an eye on granny she's 22 oh, 22 years old now and occasionally she uh, still sees people walking through her room she's not afraid of it wow do you know yeah. what i'm gonna say I'm kind of a little bit jealous because she had it from a younger and she still has it. You either have it or you don't. And I know Mary. Yeah. So you either have it or you don't, or you have it and you lose it. And with Mary's daughter, she had it and she still has it. Yeah. I wish I had that, but I don't. Good night, Marty. Good night. Thank you for watching. Thank you for commenting. We'll catch up um, later. You know, like I said, the, the way I think, you know, is if it happens naturally, like your, your daughter, Mary, you know, I think that's fine. You know, I think it's fair, you know, because it's something that has, you yeah. know, it's naturally it's happened. It's like know, that, mad Sorry, that Maddie that okay. she's interested in the paranormal, though I did a podcast with, she's naturally interested in it, but she's learning the right way and she's got the support from her parents and she's not frightened from it. And oh. I think that is that is totally fine because she is learning how to do it properly with respect and everything. Yeah. So... But, yeah, and, and uh, the temperament, she's not frightened. She even openly admits oh, not scared she? of this girl in there. I think she was doing it from the age of 11, wasn't she, Nand? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 11. She have it. And I, I was going to say, but two young American girls, and mm. I forget their names. And if I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the names, even if I do not, but you know, it was luckily that I don't remember them. Um, but they were, they were, uh, Oh my gosh, I've watched a few shows with them on it. And I have to say, they were bored as punch. <laughs> yes, punch. They were being interviewed and they were like, yeah, no. And they were like playing with a box and whatever. And you know, yes, I've seen this. But, but you just think that you're talking about from a movie that you've seen that you've seen. It was kind of like, you know, the mother was the manager. And I'm yeah. thinking. I'd like to fucking interview the mother by herself mm -hmm. and say, what, what's the crack here? Like, let's be real about it. Because these kids were booked onto every show that I knew of. And you, and like someone said to me, Jenny, have them on your show, have them on your show. One, I don't work with bloody children. Second, no, because they're too young and my questions would not be okay with it. I know Chip Coffee, uh, he did a, a live with children. Uh, Chip Coffee did it a uh, show like that with children. But these were just like podcast children that were being like you know, taken into investigations. And I just thought it was stupid 
the mother was a bit of freaking arsehole and I'm gonna hold my words here she was an arsehole and if she had spoken to me and the way she spoke to other people she'd be praying for Jesus if she spoke to me like that because by god I'd have the leprechauns on her arse and she'd be afraid because she's American she'd probably believe it not getting to every American that's watching I'm just saying I'd have an American on her arse or a leprechaun on her arse but this mum was just having our children out there and her kids are not even heard of now because the the, the truth came out that it was the mum, it was the parents that was showcasing these children to say, my, my kids are gifted. And I'm like, I, I just can't cope with these people half the time. I just can't do it with them. They irritate the crap out of me. And and people can be p you know you know be nice and friendly and whatever. I would just say exactly what I thought. I think you're a freaking arsehole for doing this with their kids. One was about eight, nine. The other one was about eleven or twelve. I I just think that that that's too young, and but that's my opinion with it. What do you think, Sarah? Depends. On, were they movie influenced or were they gifted? As in gifted with the psyche. Uh, they said they were gifted psyche, psyche kind of thing, yeah. but no movie, no nothing like that. Podcast, 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 investigation, podcast. It was getting getting their name out there to make them uh, uh, more popular. If anything, for me, I just thought I'd love to do a show with you uh, because I would strip you down. I'd strip you down. And <laughs> and I was somebody told me to put these kids on my show, and I said no. Like I said, one, I don't do kids. Two, I don't do kids in paranormal. Yeah. I said, what you influence? I'm not bad, but you know, it's what you influence your children. It's like, let's look at the kids that were influenced, you know, Jamie Bolger kids. They were influenced by all the Chucky films and the horror films that were ploughed into them. It could be very similar to what you plough into the, a child in the paranormal. If you let them deal with that shit, they're not going to investigate properly, they're not going to learn properly, are they? No, movies and things like that, no. or not learning properly. I'm going to say, not every American, some Americans that pay like the big dollars to come over to Ireland and they, you, know, take, you give them a net and they're going to go hunting leprechauns and you can take one home if you find it. <laughs> a people I'm talking about. Not you, Eric, not you, but the ones who do come over and pay the big bucks and you give them a net, like a fishing net, say, if you find one. I actually watched a YouTube uh, of uh, Good Morning, not Good Morning Britain, Jesus, that shows my age. Um, that's really old, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, it was a uh, morning British show, and um, uh, there was Irish. I was only in the last few days. I don't know when it was, anyway. But this Irish guy come on, he had a bag with him. You can see the bag moving. And what's your one's name? I forget her name. She used to be a Big Brother, Alice, Allison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just a gem. Love her, but she's so she was so funny. But uh, and and her sidekick on the show, he's Irish. Um, he used to do, uh, God, am I? Yes. Brian? Is it Brian? Not Brian. Um, oh, God, am I going through the, like, if my brain is. To one that's, um, he does, he does, he does a haunted thing. He did the X Factor. He did the X Factor. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. I like him. No, Dermot O'Leary. Oh, Dermot. Oh, okay, the, the presenter, yeah. So he was like, they were all taking a, you know, taking a crack at this guy. And this guy was very funny. I must get the, uh, not the YouTube, I must get the TikTok instead of laundry. But anyhow, so he was saying like, 
we make the most of the money from the Americans because they come and they get a net. And if they if they catch one, they can take it home with them. And I'm like, oh my God. And none of them catch any, but they still made four grand that day. Keep on coming yeah. because they're really real. They're yeah. real, you know? They are real, aren't they? Leprechaun? <laughs> yes, they are real. They are. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Um, Thanks for joining right at the end, my friend. Um, you know, I think right. we, we've... Sorry, no, no, me and you are doing the clicking here, so sorry, you just... No, 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 I'm that's thinking. fine, that's fine. I just want to make sure we acknowledge everyone's comment, that's all. Really? I'll do <laughs> that one. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think we've covered a lot this evening. You know, we've gone into a lot of stuff this evening. Um, start off thing. with a... One more thing. Oh, Okay. The dark side of, of the paranormal is the banshees. That's the last oh, one, banshees. Are the, they the really? banshee, is that the screaming? Is that? Yes, she cries and she wails. She cries. She lost Mary, love. I don't, Mary, if you're still here, help me out. Help, help an Irish lady out here now because I know if the banshees. Give me one second. Let me just. Um, you want to Google let me see it? Oh, Eric, I'm sorry. I don't mean every American. I just mean the one with the fishing nest that make four grand for the poor Irish man that, you know, the Americans are looking for the leprechauns. But if you rub your fingers enough and you're kicking okay. enough, they'll so come around. Just to read, because I, I don't know too much about this. So a banshee, yes. uh, a woman of the fairy mode yes, or fairy woman is a female spirit in Irish folklore who mm. hurdles the death of a family member. Yeah. Usually by screaming, wailing, shrieking? Yep. Or keening. What's keening? Her name is connected to the Irish mythological song. important I can't say it. Let me uh, let me read it up. Send it on to me and I'll read it. Is it Irish? No, it's okay. not well, it might it might be Irish because that's why I can't read it. <laughs> um and there's a picture of her as well. Um, a banshee is said to be a fairy in the Irish legend, and her scream is believed to be an omen of death. The scream is also okay. Uh, okay, Jesus, I can't. Uh, means Keenan. Keenan is a warning that there is an imminent death in the family, as the Irish families uh, blended over time. It is said that each family has its own banshee. And what sometimes we were told when we we're younger is, if your surname is Irish, like uh, O'Flanagan, or um, God, I can't even, geez, my mind's going blank. Look, my name is Sullivan. And people say, oh, Jenny O'Sullivan. And I'm like, keep the O out because that's Irish. My name is just Jenny Sullivan. <laughs> um, oh, here's, no, here's Mary. I'm glad, so I'm so glad Mary's here. Here she is. She now, follows uh, certain families. Yeah, from back in time. Sorry, Nando. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to click it. <laughs> I, uh, she will... She well loudly when there is an intimate death about to happen. And wow, do you know what? If that's the case, she yeah. can stay well away. Way. There's also um, a knock. You can get a knock on the window on the door if somebody's going to die in the family. Yes, you get a crow at your windowsill as well. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's do you just... ever forget? Sorry, Nando. Go no, ahead. Go I'm going to write down what I have to say because I don't forget. No, no, no. Say it, say it, say it. Right. Say it. Do you ever get. Um, like your doorbell is ringing and the dogs are barking and you jump out of your bed to go to the window and you hear your doors, your gates are metal and they have to close it. 
but within two seconds, three, four, five seconds, you're out of bed because you think it's a postman, whatever, and you go to your window and there's nobody at your gate. Nobody has nobody has entered your your no one has, no one is at the house to ring the doorbell. I got that for many years. And I sorry, Sarah, and I woke up with the doorbell ringing. It's not like the doorbell, I was awake and the doorbell rang. I've woken up with the doorbell ringing and my dogs are going, rrr, 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 you know, at the door. Yes, yeah, so three knocks of death. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, John, so, Jenny, Jenny, yeah. if, if there's a load of kids with black eyes at the door, don't let the fuckers in. I, I knew she was going to go. <laughs> Do you know what? The minute she did that, the minute you said about the door knocking, because I'll tell you what, we heard the window go one night. I tell you what, Jen, we heard the window. Like, we were upstairs in bed. The two boys were in bed, right? The, everyone was in bed asleep and we oh. heard the biggest thump on our on the downstairs window and me being me because i've got the kids and sarah i think do you know what? i need to protect them i run downstairs get the key and i run out the front door right thinking do you know what? i'm doing the right thing anyway so i come back in and instead of saying do you know what you're a hero I get Sarah going, are you bloody stupid? What do you think you're doing? And I was like, what? Well, what about if there was kids out there with black eyes and you've just let them into the house? And I'm like, what are you going on about? I want Sarah on this. I'm sorry. I'm with Sarah on this. Hey, Tony. Hope you're well. That, that woman had not opened the door, then certain people would still be alive today. You know what I'm talking about, Nando. Okay, or can about someone the just enlighten me? What is the story about children with black eyes then? What is the story... Do you know this? Okay, go on. You say it, Sarah. No, no, no. You go first. No, me first. Me first. No, <laughs> you go. You know more, Sarah, than I would. I'm just no, saying. No, you go first. You go first. I'm just saying, like the last time we were on the show with Bald and Bonkers, and they were saying, you know, you know, Chris said, if you're driving down a road, right, and you come across two young children on the dirt path, would you pick them up? And I'm like, that I want. And I, and I did. I really did. And I'm like, and I wouldn't feel guilty. No. If you come to my door looking for stickers, nope. I am the female version of Victor Meldrew. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, what is the... Puppy, I'll take the puppy, but that's it. Sorry. So that's what, all I was What is the story, that. Jen? So if you give your opinion first, Jen, what is your thoughts on the children with black eyes? My thoughts on children with black eyes are... Um, um, they are a trigger for us, for the humans. We have triggers for the spurs, they have triggers for us, and I think children are it. And so you have the children saying, Mommy, well, no, we have heard a newborn baby cry in the museum only twice in the last two years. Let me tell you, I have the audio here. I'd love to can I play it for you? Can I find it and play it for you? Yeah, yeah. It, it's we are beginning to hear dogs barking. Oh, that's unexplained. I, I can see you now. You've joined Facebook. I've seen it and I love it. Um, like, like unexplained. And I, I was going to say this, black eyed kids have to be invited in. They just can't come through the door. What did I say last week? What did I say last week? Do not invite, even the vampires, like in, in their Lost Boys, you know, <laughs> come in. well, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Why did him in? Totally, I totally get that. Now let me just see one thing here with Mary. Uh, there are photos of child spirits in Loughton Hall with black eyes. I can, Mary, would you do that? And I can put it up on the page if that's all right. This is Loftus Hall. This is Loftus Hall. It's in Wexford. Absolutely. I've never been to it. Unfortunately, it's now closed down for the time being. But I've never been to it. But Mary, if you can send it on to me, and I, if I can put it up on the page, is that all right? 
get that up. Um, well, Jen's sorry. doing that. Um, what about you, Sarah? What, what are your thoughts? Because I know you've had some thoughts on it. And look at you, children. you're like a child in a candy store with I this one. I can't wait to get going. No, okay. the, the children <laughs> with the black eyes are the most terrifying things that can, because like you said, they prey on your vulnerability, you know, oh, it's a child. But I tell you what, if I saw a load of kids with black eyes on the road, like Beck and me, I would mow the fuckers over without, without a heartbeat. I'd be like, vroom. So most of them, most of the stories I've heard is that they're in America, especially like the outback Americans. And there's theories that, number one, they could be aliens but then there's theories that they are supernatural because you have to invite them in but i heard a story about this guy that was in a car park and there was these these scruffy dressed like victorian kind of dressed kids they all had these like out black eyes and they sort of had a power over him that he was slowly winding down his window and they were like can you help me can i can i get in your car and he said that inside of him he felt like emotionally he would have let them in but the, his wife that was sat next to him was like, go, go, Chloe, wake up, just get out of here, go, do not let them kids in. Because she'd heard the, the stories about the children with black eyes. And the thought of it is horrific, because once you let them in, that's it, you have to... What, what are they supposed to do when you let them in then? I, mean, I think you'd be deaded. Okay. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never opening the front door when it gets dark. I will never. I'm looking open it after you, you. You go out there now, and that's it. I'm I'm bolting. I'm locking that door. You are not coming back. <laughs> Apparently, they're very persuasive, though. Very persuasive. Gee, Jen, you're on mute again, darling. Sorry, I do that when I'm doing stuff. This is for Sarah. <laughs> oh wow! Oh. <laughs> Look, it's it's Jen's school photo. Look, Jen's the one in the um, front set. <laughs> what's that mockingbird nesting that we saw? They look like those kids. What is it called that was uh, on TV? Like, oh, Sarah. Oh, no. Oh, Sarah, that, that is the most scariest thing I've seen. Oh, that's worse than seeing the ghost seeing them. Okay, things. Sarah, hold on for a second. I'll... Hold on for a second. I'm going to do something. Hold on. I have nightmares about this shit. You know that? Sarah, You're not coming in, you little Listen, listen, Sarah. Sarah, we're hungry. Can you feed us? I'm Sarah, in the car and I'm mowing you all down. <laughs> oh, we're cold. We need no. Blood Hell blood. no. Oh. <laughs> That, that's that's a horrible photo. That, that's an awful photo. That is awful. Look at them. Was my voice echoey? Look at them all. No, it's normal. It's normal. No, was my voice echoey at the time or was it normal? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. You're welcome. So I have pictures here now from, from Mary. I'm going to put them up now. And I'm going to do. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. One picture is away. So what Mary's just said is... um. One picture is the doorway, and the other picture is a close-up of the doorway, and you can see the child. Okay, I'm going to get those pictures now in one second. I'm working on it here in the background. Tech support. Sarah, Jen, tech... I tell you what, though, Sarah's not going to sleep tonight. Sarah ain't sleeping tonight. <laughs> Jen, send her that picture. We can set it as her background. No. <laughs> Chris oh, said, Sarah, why is your eyes black? I've been told they're almost black. 
She's no, evil. Who's saying that? She's evil. That's awful. My eyes are black in the morning time and I rub my mascara off my face and I have no sleep, but I won't be getting sleep in the next few weeks. This one here oh. now is not good. I'm looking at these pictures. This is real, right? This is real, um, real, a real story. Yeah, this, this, um, Mary's just sent them in. Yeah, this is Mary Nolan is from Back in Time Paranormal and uh, oh, sugar, what's going on with that one there now? Oh, hold on, let me just fix this. Oh, don't do that. That's one thing that horrifies me. One thing I can't handle, children with black eyes. See. Well, okay, so that's safe, thank God. Um, so, no, Mary runs Back in Time uh, Paranormal and she is one of the hosts and founders of um, The Day of the Unexplained that we had on Wexford about Full five weeks ago, I think, with an awesome, mm. awesome weekend. So, um, and Mary came to me one night in, in uh, Lep Castle, and we had a great night in Lep Castle. Um, so I have the pictures here now, and and this is from Loftus Hall that I've never been to. I've never been to it. My cat is playing on some stuff here. So I'm gonna let me just go and, and set them up here on the stream yard. Yeah. Okay, puppy is okay, lovey. I have a foster pop here and he's a disability. So he, when he cries, I have to pick him up. Or I just mute myself and scream for my daughter. I say, Jessica, get off the phone. <laughs> okay, baby, your mama's coming. Let me just go get him. Sorry, I have to go pick him up because he's just going to have a moment. It's okay, my love. Oh, sorry. So anyway, um, so let me put these pictures up. Here's the first one. So you can see here is Loftus. So, Mary, do you want to come on for like five minutes to talk about these? And I can send you the link. I'll send the link to you anyway. I know you probably don't want to and it's probably too late for you. But if I can, if you want to come on for about five minutes to talk about these pictures... That would be really great. So I'm going to take this picture off for a tickety-boo, if Mary can come on. I'm going to send the link to her anyway, just in case. So let me just do this. She's probably going to text me and say, Jenny, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> she probably will. <laughs> so let me just take that off. Uh, let me go into this. Okay, let me Top middle that. window, Chris said. So I think he caught a glimpse of... Um... What we're trying to look at. Okay, let me have a wee look now back at it. Okay, so I'll put it up anyway. So, um, Nando, you can put it up there and I see, you know. So, I think what Chris is referring to is like that, this bit here. I don't know if people can see my curse moving. No, are you talking about, go, from the, go from the middle side, uh, the first floor, second floor, third floor. Can you enlarge it? Top middle window, yeah, so I can see. Um, I don't think I can. Because I I didn't oh oh maybe I can okay give me a second hold on let me just take this off for a ticket boo see like I'm saying like I'm learning this yeah, so so let me see if I can um, share you take the picture off and then Sarah's face is right in the camera <laughs> <laughs> I don't think hello I no I don't think what, I can. Well, no, if that's... we put it back up um, yeah top middle window. So is that the third floor, Chris? Is that like you've got the bottom, the front door, then you've got the windows. Is that a second floor and is it a third floor up? 
Because I can, I it could be just part of the building. But I'm just trying to. Okay, I'm working on this. Now, give me one second because it takes me a little bit now to get used to it. I will get it working in a second. Okay, let me see. They are Mary. Okay, so let me see. Now, I might be able to share this now. Um, this dog is now sleeping on my. Okay, we have it here now. Can you see it? So, top is that uh, good enough? there. Yeah. Right. Oh, here's Mary. Here's come. Here comes Mary now. Hi, Mary. Hi, Hello. girl. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Hey, Mary. Hi. Uh, good. Thanks for coming on. So, do you want to just give us a bit of a description with regards to your photos and you know what was captured? Yeah. Um. So what what that was? Um. I was the tour guide at Loftus Hall, and during the tour, um we would be outside at one stage and people would always take photographs at the front of the building, you know, with the big, you know, spooky house in the background. And uh, what happened this particular day, you know, everyone was taking photographs. And at the end of the tour, they come back to the coffee shop and they usually go through their photographs. So mm. um, this lady said to me, oh, I think I've captured something. Um, and so, obviously, I took a look at it, zoomed in, and there was this child. Now, I have umpteen pictures of children in the house um, that I've even taken myself. But that one is very interesting because the eyes are just pure black, absolutely black pool. And when you really zoom in, you can actually see the child in the doorway. So that's one of many. I'll get the next one up. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay. Oh yeah. Now you can so, see. So you can see the. I, can, I don't know. I don't think I can make it larger. No, no. But I think you can clearly yeah. see in, yeah. in the middle of that. Wow. And have you worked out who the who this may be? Was it someone that lived in the building, or do we do you know any more about him? No idea who that child was, but there are there were multiple children that died in that house because that house was there for an incredible amount of years. And, um, and obviously child mortality, you know, there was no medicines, children died all the time or drowned. You know, there's, there's one particular mother that walks in one room of that house over and back because her child drowned in the bay. So mm. multiple children walked that house. You, I often heard them laughing and skipping and, you know, you'd be big bunch of keys and you'd have to unlock and lock up this house every night. And not more often than not, I was always on my own. Oh, and I would hear them. Wow. I would hear them behind me. But they never harmed me. If anything, they were just kind of delighted that somebody else to, was there. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah to be honest. But and, I mean- Do you still work on the grounds or is it completely- No, they sold the house. Um, a property developer from Belfast has bought the house and is turning it into a private resort and spending millions actually, which is kind of good because I'd like to see the house being saved because it is yeah. not, it's not in a great state. Yeah. But hmm. uh, those spirits are still going to be there. So it's going to oh, be very yeah. interesting. This, you know? so what, what's he planning on doing with the building? What was that? What's, what's he planning on doing with the building? Um, he's turning it into a resort and into a hotel. 
And I've never been to it before, so I'm going to be booking a room that I mean, it's going to cost me money, but you know, I don't mind. It, it'll be worth it, I think. It'll be worth. It'll be worth. Mary, would you? Book I'm definitely into- going back. I'm yeah, definitely going back. Sarah, so, so do you want to book in? You yeah, know, I do. What, with the children with the black eyes. Yeah, I can handle it. They're not yeah, the ones that are going to kill you, so I'll be all right with that. Sarah, gin and tonic, gin and tonic all the way. Oh, hurry up. Yeah. Well, good girl. Brilliant. And you you said um, just quickly before we let you go, I just wanted to see if you knew. You said that there was multiple deaths of the children. Um, yes. You know, was it to a specific family or was it just over the years where it was occupied by different Over people? the years. Over the years. Just over the years. Because that house had um, about a quarter of a mile away, there was a purpose-built village um, called Herrylock. And all the servants lived there. So the household had about 200 servants that would have covered the land, covered the, the worksheds, the gas works, the waterworks um to you know servants in every aspect of the house and um a lot of those children they worked on the land as well and you know there were a lot of deaths there were an awful lot of deaths in that house um and i just think that that house was a collector of spirits a collector of souls you know but that's a whole other story for another day looking forward to going into it you know what it'll be great It'll be great to get you back on, then, Mary, and talk a bit more about the history of this location, if you would. Yeah. And yeah, give us sure. a bit more of an insight of the the kind of things that have happened and what else has happened to bring, you know, all that energy into one place. You're saying about, you know, a collector of souls. That's, um, yeah, so I would definitely want to, you know, um, if you would um, be happy to. Yeah, if we stay in that hotel, Jen, after a couple of GNTs, we should repeat the we should repeat the village Harry Lock over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Lock is that real place? (laughs) But um, yeah, if you don't mind, um, you know, I know you know Jen. If you two can, maybe we can arrange for it for. You know, we could yeah. do an evening based on historic buildings oh, and their history. Even in Unloftus Hall, because it's such an amazing location. Like I said, I've never been to it before. Mary, it's her second home. The way most mm. locations, for most people, this is Mary's second home. So yeah. I don't know. I know stories of it, but to get an insight in it, Mary, come back and just be Loftus Hall only night. And, and yeah, the history of it will be amazing. Yeah, the next, in the next there and everything. Lots to tell. tell. Oh, that'll be so good. Maybe in the next two or three weeks, if you're free. Yeah, for sure. We do show every two weeks. And so maybe in the next one, uh, come out and tell us about Loftus Hall in Ireland. And I think we'll do a a location in every country, Loftus Hall in Ireland. And then the next location we'll do the UK, and then we'll do America, and then we'll do Australia. We look up the best places in each um, country. If we we start off with Mary, that would be, you know, again, we'll we'll reach out to you afterwards and then maybe we can do a show based on on that location, you know, because it sounds like you can tell us a lot and then we can sort of piece together what what it is and things like that. But yeah, I think that'd be a great show. They loved us all in Left Castle and so on. You know, that's that's like the great locations in Ireland. The same with the UK, the same with America and Australia and Canada and Mexico as well, which is a great place, and so on. So we can just do highlight 
of and each show, the highlight of each country. You know, just advertise our, it. Just advertise it. Get the punters in. Yeah. 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 You know, after a conversation, but advertise it. I not advertise. I'm saying that, but have a show, but um, you know, do represent each country or get uh-huh. someone from each country, paranormal team from each country, um, in. We're doing a live now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a meet and talking. <laughs> Getting all inspired, Jenny. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's a perfect way to end the show. We've had so much to talk about. And it looks like we've got a great, um, Chris just put her, Harry Lock. Is it what it's Harry called? Lock. Harry, Harry Lock. Harry Lock was the, the village. Yeah. What did Eric say? What did Eric say? Uh, was- Chris just put Harry Lock. I think he just want after a few drinks, it will come out Harry, Harry Cotton. Oh, my. Oh, we'll get <laughs> But, um, yeah, thank you so much, Mary, for jumping on yeah, and giving us those pictures. Well, thank you, Mary. Um, I think one of us would definitely reach out to you and we would definitely I do will, yeah, like a show. Know, yeah, yeah that, that'd be amazing. And if we can talk about, you know, how you got involved in this location and what happened throughout your time there, I think that'd be a yeah. great chat. Another show already organised. Jen, Jen, my admin lady, please get that booked in. Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 she's tech support as well, by the look of it. <laughs> Don't call me admin lady. You're using my freaking stream, yeah. <laughs> Let me just mute uh, because I can't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> really, but thank you very much for jumping on, um, Mary. It was good thank to meet you. you. That's all right. And we definitely Mary. do a follow up with you. Um, that's great. Thanks so much. In the next two weeks, Mary. In the next two weeks. In the next like few days. Yeah. I'll come in the next few. Say two weeks. Saturday, two yeah, weeks. Two weeks. We'll yeah, no problem. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Take care, Mary, and have a nice evening. Bye, Mary. All right, my love. Bye. Bye. Right. Um, that was awesome. So I think yeah. we we've really touched a lot of ground there tonight. Yeah, again, it's been absolutely great. You, you know, again, everyone for their comments. You know, we really appreciate everyone um, joining in. As we said, this is a totally interactive show. No, no. Will, I asked, yeah. Did you call me your admin? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get it booked in. She's going to tell me off. You watch afterwards. We're going to have words. <laughs> oh. It's oh, she's gonna kill me. She's it's gonna kill me. Stored. It's stored. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, no. Um, but no, we, we just want to say we really appreciate how everyone's interacted since we started the show. This yeah. is the third one that we've done, and I've got to say we're, we're having real fun with it. You know, yeah. it's just you know it's a good laugh. You know, we we do understand it's serious subjects. You know, people take it very seriously, but we want to bring a lighter side to it, but get as many of you involved. And what mm. we would love to see is more of you interacting on our page, you know, letting us know what content you want us to bring to the table and how we can get you guys involved. It's been great with Wild Bill jumping in tonight, Mary yeah. jumping in as well. Yeah, that's what this page is about. We want to make it more about what your experience is. We're, we're currently building, so we're bringing the subjects up at the moment, but we want to start getting people to start coming to us and saying, this is what we want to hear. This is what we want to talk about. If you have a subject that you're very passionate about, get in touch and we can feature you on the show and you can, you know, just talk to us about anything, really. Your what do you guys untold do? encounters. Your untold encounters. You, yours. We can sit here, myself, Sarah, and Nando, and talk about paranormal every day, all day. But we do it every day, all day anyway. So yeah. we want to have people who, who is not, who... 
wouldn't have been able to talk about anyone about their experiences in the paranormal yeah. to let us know and then we can you know you don't have to come on you can be anonymous you have to email there you can be anonymous you can do a video but you don't have to be on on video call with us you can just you can hear your voice but it's like we never ever 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 judge uh we we want to hear it because we know we've been through it too you know i can see natalie here hi natalie hi natalie hey. haunted era we're just in from me. Oh, you're kidding me. <gasps> She's in from Massey's Woods. Massey's Woods is just, oh, Macy's. We call it Macy or Massey's. I'm probably saying it wrong. But it's just across the road from Hellfire Club in Dublin. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. How did it go tonight, Natalie? How did it go? I haven't. I walked by it because I've been in the Hellfire Club. And let me tell you, that walk up to the Hellfire Club is exactly what it says in the tin. Hellfire, and then you get to the club. <laughs> Oh, the wow. hell, the hell is walking up that hill. It is awful. But when you do get to the Hellfire Club, it is amazing. I do have a picture of, of me standing in the Hellfire Club. And, and one, two of the team members, like Aiden and another team member, walked out and went down to the far side of the uh, Hellfire. And then there's Aiden like this to the Hellfire Club. And this here, this little bit here is me in the window. And I'm like, take a picture. And then I realized they're so far away from me. I looked around, I'm like, I'm in this wow. place by myself. What am I doing in this place by myself? I almost jumped through the window to get it onto the floor, but obviously I didn't. But that's like he's put that had quite yeah, a bad experience. So that could be, you know, if you're if you would be willing to come on a show on our next show and maybe give a bit of a talk about what's happened. And you know, another thing that we can feature on the show on, on the next show. Just, just if we have five minutes here now, Natalie, if you want to jump in. Oh, sorry, Nandy, I'm gonna, just going to jump on this one. Natalie, if you want yeah, to jump no, in. Fine. That's fine. She doesn't have to. But Natalie, do you want me to, can I send you the link that you can come in and tell us what happened? Or we can do it another time. It's up to you. Let me know. Um, Hold on. My glasses, I can't see anything. Uh, never know my years. Of, For oh, all my years, years of investigating, okay. have I ever had an experience like this brought me to my knees? Had to be propped up by the what the, the thing moved. Swan Mill wall. All of my energy left me. Wow. Oh wow. my god. Natalie, have you left that location now? Are you on your way home? That's an that's an uh, I think it's called Macy's um uh, field. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, Natalie, definitely we'll do that again. We had Mary Nolan on just about 10 minutes ago. Definitely, well, I'll talk to you. Uh, we'll get you on the show if you would like to tell us about that. But I do know Massey's Forest, and it's literally across the road from Hellfire Club. Um, and I've been told many times to go to it when I was in the Hellfire Club, and I never did. And the reason why I never did because it was outdoors. Oh, you're home now. That's good. That's good. Get a whiskey, get an Irish coffee in here. Um, <laughs> And warm up, girl. Warm bloody up. Yeah, definitely. And I've never been there, but I've been told to go there. But I never did go there because it was outdoors. And I would put everything into outdoor noises and sounds and whatever. But um, I will definitely go to it now because I know I've been told about it before. But it's it's more active than the Hellfire is. Oh, she's having a wine o'clock. <laughs> it's wine o'clock. She she's got the right uh -huh. idea. Wine o'clock. Right, if, if we can reach, 
if we can definitely reach out to Natalie and then maybe arrange for a time for her to come on and talk yeah. about that. Because this is what this page is about, is to hear everyone else's experiences. And, you know, especially yeah. for the people that are not doing this on a frequent basis as well. You know, if you've got any stories about anything, you and know. we are both investigators, and you know, um, Natalie makes the most uh, original. And I, I keep saying it, Natalie. Please don't let me see your page because I'm going to order everything and I'm going to have to hide my card. She makes the most original jewelry pieces. Like you want something, she'll kind of try and do it for you. But she makes the most original pieces from if you if there's a piece of metal there from a location that you like, it can you know it can be you know design and if i'm saying it right um natasha if i'm saying it right it can be sculpted whatever design you want so yes i will be ordering but i will put that up as well i'm sorry i'm waffling in here i will put um uh, natasha's um jury page up as well but yep santanic rituals have was held there in the hellfire club uh a lot more sinister than the hellfire club are you kidding me Jeez. well then because you know when you get me off my guard when I say, well, then, and because, and I don't say any more after that because I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Seriously, I've never been there because, like I said, it was an open forest. The road is beside it. You will hear cars go up and down, and it will interfere with my recordings or whatever. But then I forget myself sometimes when it's about recordings. That is, it's about uh, your feelings as well in that place. But yeah. I get myself sometimes by being too anal over recordings so i have to like uh not do that all the time so i will go into to macy's forest rituals are done, done the they are Very though they, but they are yeah they really are even up in the hellfire club they're still being done teams Amazing. don't go up there as often teams do go up there but mostly in the daytime if you go up in the evening time say in winter time say four or five o'clock, it gets dark, by come say seven or eight, you've got to leave because these people come up in black clothes, clothing. And you've got to leave. You don't, you don't stay there. It, it's a, let me, but that place, I'm going to say, unfortunately, is closing down in the next year or two, I think, um, because uh, they're making it into a tourist um place a tourist site i think if i'm if i'm saying it right girls if i'm saying it right but yeah it's not going to be there much longer for paranormal people to go up to or just regular people going up to it's louise absolutely listen to all just in it oh hi louise hey i read that, I read that so quickly because like, like an irish person like you know in my mind hi jenny is louise and i absolutely listen to you hi louise um shane took photos for the newspaper there was a santanic santanic activities conducted there around 1999 she said Brilliant. Well, yeah, you know, crazy. definitely another subject that we could touch on them with Natalie. Um, you know, yes. but again, you know, just to really get everyone involved, we we really want this show to be about everyone else. And the more people that get involved, you know, it's been great that everyone's sort of got involved as the night's gone on. But if you have any subjects or anything you want to talk about, message the the Facebook page, our email pay um emails on the Facebook page as well and just get in touch and let us know what you want from this because this is what we're aiming for is to have everyone else have their say. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. their experience. Brilliant. But I'm going to say my goodbyes and yeah. thank you everyone for joining. Jen, do you want to say anything? Or Sarah? 
So thanks for watching, guys. And yeah, it's all about you lot. Tell us your untold encounters. We are here just because of uh, we want, like Sarah said and Nando said, we want you to tell us your side and not only people in the paranormal we want them to of locations that we love we know but we haven't been to but also the public who's never been to an a paranormal investigation always never basically talked about paranormal in their lives because they just don't know who and how they can say it to to, to say like jesus something happened to me like 10 years ago but i've never said it before you were here you like I said, you can read it, type it out to us. We will just read it out. You can email it. We'll read it out again like that. You can come on the show, be on the video, or you can come on the show and just close your camera down like that. We can hear you, but we won't see you. It is simple as that. But get your get it off your chest if you want to talk about it. It's not a you know, it's it's not a, a that part of life and taboo that you can't talk about it. We understand, we listen, we have many people, our friends. In the paranormal, that will get it, we'll understand it. Yeah. We get it, we got it, we get it, we got it. That we don't I'm just taking off a friend of mine. I'm not saying about here, but I'm just taking off a friend of mine. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I had to. I got I had... it, I get it, I get it. Got it, I get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been absolutely great. Um, girls, you've been amazing, you know. Um, really okay. enjoyed this show, it's absolutely how we can just have fun and be ourselves hopefully. and hopefully the more people see us the more they want to join in so again thank mm. you again for everyone for joining um we will be back in a couple of weeks i think we've got a few plans already haven't we to what we're going to be doing yes um you know which is great but for now we're going to say our goodbyes and enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks see Ciao. you guys later bye, bye.